Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our little corner of the internet, and welcome back to the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast. Episode number 84 has dropped in your ear holes this week, and by golly, it's definitely going to be a very long one, so be sure to uh, get your popcorn, your drinks... Uh, your perks. If you're well, on a long drive, this is it for you. you, 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 you yeah, we're right here one. for you. Are you got like yeah. a long shift at work? Long shift. Maybe you're just trying to go to sleep. Shut Although, up. if you're trying to sleep to this, I don't know what's wrong with you because we are too in loud. The, in the shower or something for a two and a Whoa. half hour long shower. Well, I mean, Whoa. You can shower and then dry off, and you know, turn it off, and then come back when they drive to work. You're right. Goddamn, pal. Thank you for joining us for the first time, or if you're returning, of course, we are your boys, Andrew, Marquise, and Max. And bro, the road to 100 keeps trekking on. Holy shit. We're getting there. I mean, after next week, there'll only be 15 more episodes until we reach that milestone. That's 15 Woo. weeks, 15 which weeks. means it'll be uh, just after the new year, we'll probably have episode 100. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool. Uh, but of course, be sure to follow us on Twitter at TLProRestPod for all kinds of cool tweets and stuff we put up there. Uh, I'm going to be sure. It should, it'll definitely be up by the time you hear this podcast. But uh, the second half of the Kevin Nash interview that we talked about in the last episode will be on the Twitter. I just have to edit it and put it up on the fucking, you know how it goes. Shit's annoying. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, if you feel so inclined, please do check out the link in our pinned tweet to the Discord server that we run. Uh, you can hang out all kinds of cool dudes and talk about cool stuff with people that know things about stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. <clears throat> and you can also get even more timely notifications <clears throat> than what we put out on the Twitter because we are terrible at Twitter. Yep. But you know how it is. Yeah, social media is hard. Social media is very hard and annoying and not fun. Annoying. And we just like should have don't have time for it. Yeah it's, yeah. it's a whole thing. None of us have any time for anything anymore. It's a, thing. It's a problem. Nah, we're all fucking busy and bullshit. Also, be sure to check us out on all the podcast platforms, especially Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Owltail, Fly FM, Blueberry. Of course. And be sure to leave us. Yeah, of course. Five star reviews, especially y'all on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I would highly appreciate those, and we'll be sure to read them out right here on the show. And if you want to go even further beyond, if you want to ascend. The ascension to a, a true liberty taker, mm. then you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TL Press Pod. Mm. Of course, big thank you to our. Can you stop moaning over there, bro? It's weird. <laughs> stop moaning. You remember Booker T used to do that? <clears throat> yeah, it was weird. It was hilarious. It was weird. Well, Booker T is weird and it's hilarious. Yeah, that is true. Uh, but yeah, be sure to check us out at. The Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TLPRS pod. Big thank you to our $10 patron Aiden and our $1 patron Thief. We highly appreciate the contributions that you make to the show to help us keep the lights on because goddamn pallets hard. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. because this is a special pay-per-view edition of TNA's review this week, we are going to start with what would normally be the main event. This week, we watched WWF SmackDown from April 27, 2000, the episode... Where Steve Austin nukes the DX Express. And it was a yep. show. Yeah, it was a show. So, yeah. I mean, no, we're talking about the show. Everybody on the fucking ground! <laughs> now! 
Hey man, apparently that's not what they say. Yeah. Oh yeah. According to one Jim Johnston himself, he didn't say jack shit. Uh-huh. He just made He was just trying to mock whatever this genre. Yeah, that shit hit. I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's like it's like it's like a mumble rappers today. You know, it's like don't say nothing and make money. See, that's the thing. That's literally the thing. If you don't say anything. Over it can be anything you ass instrumental. Anything you want it to say, it's it's, it's fine. Yeah, because instrumental is gonna carry. Yeah, and it does. We get big. I mean, whoo, the pyro display on this uh, show is so this crazy. May have been the best pyro display that I've ever seen on a, a weekly television show. It it's definitely up was. There. It was in, fucking uh, insane. When when uh, I think about Cody Rhodes. I want to think of this kind of pyro because oh my, so God. so much. All right, so they had they had the fucking uh, the trusses above the ring explode, and then it led down a trail of explosions down to the stage, like the, not on the ramp in the air, yeah, like, like the, the Dudley uh, like boys, the Dudley's, yeah, the Dudley yeah, boys yeah. string, but just different explosions leading all the way to the stage, and it's the oval stage, you know, it's two thousand. I mean, Max and I weren't even alive yet. Fucking nah. shit's exploding everywhere. Yeah, that's a good reminder for you. God. Just big explosions. Yeah, I was two months in the womb at this point. I was born many years ago. <laughs> old, you fuck. old, you old bastard. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, that the WWF two thousand fuck money is yeah. crazy. The fucking oval, the ovals themselves explode in like descending order. It's just the coolest shit ever. It was so it's dope, so sick. Yeah. It was incredible, and the crowd is so hot, dude. Dude, the crowd was white hot. There was you, you couldn't you whole show too. The whole show, and there were signs, bro. The the signs were out of. I got a lot of. I got a lot to say about some of these signs. Some of these signs are out of Mm -hmm. pocket as fuck. The signs are crazy. So we kick off the show with China and the European champion Eddie Guerrero. Uh, Apparently, Eddie had recently passed his GED, and on Raw this week, he's preparing or not Raw. On Raw this past week, so like Raw leading up to SmackDown this week, he was preparing to take China to prom this Sunday at Backlash. And man, he came out the the red suit or whatever, the zoot suit. Yeah. Oh yep. man. So Whew. the first thing I have to say uh, is take if you go back and watch this episode, take a shot every time Jerry Lawler says "Mamacita." Because take oh a shot God. every time Jerry Lawler does something weird. The first Holy shit! He actually, he's also very racist during this. Oh, he's yeah, we'll so it. racist. Well, the first thing I had to say was God. Latino he. Latino he. Latino he. Yeah, first thing he said. <laughs> soundbite straight out of the games. It sounded. I, I swear it was the soundbite. That might have been it. That might have been that the soundbite. Might have been it. We came across Latino he. It sounded just like it. It was uncanny. Puppies! Uncanny. So we God have our opening contest, fun. which is Eddie Guerrero in China versus Val Venus and S.A. Rios with Lita. Yeah, I was very confused. Yeah, I first thought it was Val Venus and Lita with S.A. Rios, mm-hmm. or or S.A. Rios and Lita with Val, Val. Venus, but no, I, it was Val and S.A. versus yeah. Eddie in China. So Eddie in China came out, and I'm pretty sure they cut a promo, I think. I might be wrong about that. No, they played the promo package oh, yeah, on the, the prom, the prom, the prom, yeah, yeah. the promenade. Yeah, they played the promo package, and then Val Venus's music hit. 
Hello, ladies. And I was like, huh. All right, so it's going to be a one-on-one? Hello, all biological ladies. That's what ladies. I thought, too, Mark. Yeah, he did say that. He said that shit. Weirdo. Um, and then S.A. Rios and Lita came out, and I figured, oh, okay, so is Val going to be on commentary, and it's going to be a, a mixed tag match? Nope. Nope. It's... Well, it's a mixed tag match, but only oh, for one yeah. team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only one team is mixed. Yeah. That. So uh, Eddie is defending the European title against S.A. Rios at Backlash. So I wrote here that my first note was hopefully S.A. gets his fucking work in here because he needs it. Hopefully. Latino heat! So so yeah, uh, Eddie and Val, um, they just do some shit and it's it's good wrestle shit. It's fine. Basic fundamentals looks looks really good. good. You know what my my most important note for this match was? What? Jerry is really into all the, air quotes, Spanish people in this match. Mm. I'll get to that. Um, China got tagged in, and then they immediately took a drop toe hold. Like, yep, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Serios gets tagged in, and he takes so much heat. Tope Tomoko by Eddie onto Rios, and then yeah, Jerry being very racist, very racist. Uh, I forgot what he said. I should have. Honestly, he was just should have ignorant. Yeah. Okay, should have so, ignorant shit. Mm-hmm. Some of the things I remember him saying were. Talking about, oh, you ever been to a Latino prom, Michael? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some all fucking Latino proms. All I could think was, yeah, Jerry, you would go to a prom, you sick fuck. He does, like, with a bunch of 16 and 17-year-old girls. Yeah, you sick freak. So, yeah, he did <laughs> so the, gross, the, dude. the prom. I'm pretty sure he said something about, like, fiends at one point. Probably. Straight up. <laughs> oh, I think he talks about how, like, Mexican Latino, Latino Latino food is hot, and why? I don't know, just shit like that. He, he literally is just talking about Latino culture and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, he's like, I'm from Memphis, so I know all about Latinos. Yeah. Uh, wow. Anyway, crazy. Um, there was one point, there was one thing that I thought was pretty cool. Um, flapjack by Val Venus into Sa Rios's feet. I thought that was pretty cool. It was, like, it was. Fuck, but thank God it completely missed. Yeah. Because cool holy spot, shit. Cool spot, though. If if Eddie had taken that shit on the chin, cool he would have died. He would have died. Yeah, cool spot, though. Uh, blind tag spot. So the ref has to pull out China because uh, Lita distracts him. Eddie takes a spine buster by Val. And then S.A. Rios hits the moonsault that I aspired to. Yeah, it was nasty. Picture perfect. Oh, it was beautiful. And then, shockingly enough, Lita also hits a very nice Lita salt. Yeah, not as good, but definitely probably her best one ever. Yeah, because she got distance on it, and it didn't look like she was going to neck herself. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, so then they pin Eddie. S.A. Rios pins the European champion en route to their match at the pay-per-view. That's how you do it. That's how you fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah, And I, wrote, I agree. Final note, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fine match. I enjoyed it. Was, it. it was perfectly fine. That moonsault was beautiful. It was beautiful. Moonsault was really, really pretty. So then the DX Express has rolled into SmackDown, and the crew, along with Tori and the McMahons, make their way into the building after the show has already started. The McMahon yep. Helmsy The McMahon Helmsy regime is here. God. And they another, showed up to SmackDown after it started. Yeah. It's pretty yep. crazy. Who cares? I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Vince wasn't there for the production meeting. I wonder who told him to go on air. Right? Like, who was that? Kevin? 
Get your hand off the switch, done. In kayfabe, uh, no, in kayfabe, he doesn't. Kevin's oh, kayfabe. done. What the hell was that? That hasn't happened yet. No, it's still mm. got like two or three years. Yeah. <laughs> True. Oh. The WWF Boot of the Week is sponsored by Lugs. Mm-hmm. On Raw last Monday, The Rock hit a spine buster. <laughs> yeah, he did, for the Boot of the Week. And then, no, the actual Boot of the Week is Mr. McMahon fucking crushing his ball. Kicked him right in the nuts from behind. Yeah. And then Triple H pedigreed his stupid ass and mm-hmm. beat him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they cut back to some 1999. Yeah, then we see, we, we look back to a, to a, uh, what I called a certified stone cold moment Can't from wait. January sure. 1999. Uh, he's got a limo, he's got a limousine monster truck that he uses to destroy a whole bunch of shit in the parking lot as stone cold would Too do. Much. Did a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. And then we have The Rock in his $500 shirt making his way to the ring like a fucking motherfucking all-star. Milk of a God. Crazy, just... Ugh. Yeah, it was oh. insanely over. Uh, sign in the crowd reads, I did a fat check for this seat. Wow. I also saw another sign that said, Matt's gay. I also saw a sign that read, <laughs> I want to ride The Rock's bull, which popped Jerry, specifically yeah, popped him. Because when they cut to it on the feed, you hear him go, ha! <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Wah! Yeah. Yeah. Ever hear my notes that The Rock milked this crowd for everything they're fucking worth to make this promo go as long as possible? Yeah, bro. He, man, I. This is at the moment where I messaged our group chat and said I would do obscene things to work an attitude era crowd because oh my, they were yeah they were down for everything. Yeah, I mean every. They liked everything. They were eating out of everybody's hands everything was like they reacted how everything was supposed to be reacted to yeah well oh, also so as far nice. as far as the attitude era is concerned 2000 is definitely their best year yeah like oh just for sure which is oh, you yeah. know makes sense because you know i came into the world that year and of course she had to be really good for me but uh you know what's crazy is that this crowd andrew is basically just a ten thousand Per version, ten thousand person version of the crowd that we saw at the show we worked. Uh-huh. That crowd was ready for everything. Oh, they were awesome. red hot for crowds. Easy, everything so easy. They were wow. Yeah, everything got a everything got a pop. Every single Frito match, pie. Every single match got a this is awesome chant. Chicken nuggets. Oh, yeah, man, it's crazy. So the Rock says. Despite all the beatings I've suffered from the McMahon Helmsley regime, I'm still gonna go to backlash. Despite all the hell he's been put through, despite all the pedigrees and the chair shots, I'm going to backlash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he recognizes that the the McMahon Helmsley regime still have all night to hatch another scheme to stop him from making it to the pay per view, uh, possibly even dirty panties on a pole. Yep. He started list- listing off matches. I didn't. Note the first two, but he definitely said, "What's well, going to be Stephanie McMahon's dirty panties on a pole match?" Like, huh? I mean, I'd be in for that. It's kind of fucking weird, bro. Is it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Is it? Yes. Mm. No, bro. Supposed to agree with me. <laughs> mm. You blew my spot. <laughs> Max is just Tim. Mm. Yeah, he's just giving me the Booker <laughs> T treatment. Jerry is going absolutely <laughs> wild at this point. He's like, ah. Oh, he ah! the dirty panties, the dirty panties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then he calls all them out, and they appear on stage. 
And then Hunter prepares to cut this 10-minute promo. I know he's been cooking God, up all he, fucking day. Oh God, he went so He went so long with his shit. Uh, so Triple H admits that they've been thinking of all kinds of fucked up ways to get kicked the Rock's ass tonight. But you know what, Rock? After all these weeks of kicking your ass over and over, I've grown pretty bored with it. So I think tonight, I think all of us are going to take the night off. And then uh, somebody told him, no, bro, Road Dog's got a match tonight. Oh, yeah, I forgot. See, we're all going to kick batch and batch, batch, and watch the Road Dog do what the Road Dog does in his match tonight with one half yeah. of Edge and Christian. Except this is Christian. Except this is 2000, so his voice is, it's just a little bit higher. It's just a little bit higher, yeah. but it's definitely still got that gruff in it. You know what I'm talking about, Rock? I am the World Wrestling Federation champion, and uh, I'm gonna make sure that I kick your ass real good at Backlash. It's uh, pretty good uh, impression, but yeah, uh, he's like, you know, if Ed decides to get involved in Road Dogs match tonight, he he personally mm-hmm. will strip Edge and Christian of the WWF World Tag Team Championship. He says, because if there's one thing that he cannot, stand, and there's one thing I can't stand. It's when people interfere in other people's matches. That is hilarious. Hilarious. What a line. What a fucking line. Yeah, from this guy of all people. Was, yeah. and, then, and then the crowd starts chanting asshole at him. Yeah. Yeah, and, I uh, also have to comment that Triple H is in the prototypical DX shirt, blue jeans, blue boots. Blue jeans and the boots. Oh, fuck. And the leather the ponytail jacket. Oh. Ponytail. oh, my God. God. And Stephanie hanging off of him like a fucking ring rat. Oh, my God. God. I was going to say yeah. a sex pot, but I guess that works. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, so amongst all these asshole chants, Vince gets on the mic and he decides it's time to shut these motherfuckers up. And he does. Vince? And then they go, they keep going louder for another minute or two and then they, they just peter out. Yeah, yeah Vince, I don't know, know what it is about, about this yeah. specifically, but his facials this whole promo this whole night are oh, some Vince of the McMahon, best i've you, ever seen you know what no, Vince, i know he, i know uh, he's really good well no know you know you vince mcmahon is the greatest heel of all time because he was genuinely a great actor yeah, yeah. he oh, knew yeah. vince mcmahon knew who mr mcmahon was mm-hmm. and he played that role to a fucking t from the mannerisms to the facials, to just the way he spoke. <clears throat> God, people got people got to study, bro. They got to study it. Yeah, it's honestly, yeah. it's it's pretty incredible. Mr. McMahon is genuinely the greatest characters ever. Yeah, could work a crowd like no other. Yeah, yeah. And they did. Yeah, so uh, after Vince gets on the mic, that's when I noted, holy shit, dude, this segment is long as fuck. Yeah, um, one twenty minutes. They say a whole bunch of shit, and then Rocky is just like, yeah, well, fuck you guys, I got stone cold here tonight. Okay, yeah, so. Ah! Before he stone said that. Cold! Stone cold! Before Sorry, he said, before he said that, no, he's just trying to be Jim Ross. Before yeah, he said that, Vince acknowledged that at Backlash, Steve Austin is going to be in The Rock's corner for the WWF Championship match. However, 
Vince has a he's got his own wild card as he's gonna have the special referee for that match be Shane McMahon. Yeah. My seed. Didn't say that. I was disappointed. The the fruit of my lawn. I hated it every time my dad would call me that. Yeah, it's a really fucked up thing. To he'd say. always he'd always go to, he'd always look at me straight in the eyes and be like, "You came for my balls," and we'd just <laughs> laugh like children. And I'd say, "I hate that." Yeah, sounds alright. God, Awful. that's fucked so. Up. Uh, so Vince starts stirring up some tension between Rock and Austin. He's like, "How how do you know you can even trust that guy, huh, Rock? I mean, that Austin guy's a real rattlesnake." Yeah, yeah. And then the Rock's like, "Look, bro, I've spoken with Stone Cold." And The Rock says he's going to be here tonight because he doesn't even want to wait till Backlash. He's going to get his hands on you tonight. Big pop. Big pop. And then The Rock says, what if I told you that Stone Cold was going to make a special appearance right here on SmackDown? On The Rock's show. Well, then you'd be a liar. Ah! Austin doesn't have the temerity. Yep. And then uh, my final note was, if you smell. I'm right. I agree long segment but it was it, it did what it needed to do yes we yep. come up from commercials to the rock storming around the parking lot he gets into a limo and leaves mm-hmm. and then we cut to another spot in the parking lot where the regime returned to the dx express with foam fingers on the wiper blades haha ha, real funny rocky get the girls on the bus it's cold <laughs> crazy then we have a wwf light heavyweight championship contest mm-hmm. dean malenko challenging scotty too hottie. Not not, not a two. T-O-O. Scotty to hottie? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So Malenko gets straight to it. Fuck the theatrics. Everybody got straight to it tonight, honestly. Yeah. Nobody was waiting around. Yeah. Uh, so Malenko just beats the shit out of this dude all over yeah, the ring. Cuts off all this shine. Yeah. Gets him up Malenko. top. Scotty fights him back and hits a missile drop kick. He starts gaining some momentum. Mm-hmm. And he hits the worm. But Malenko fires him out through the second rope. And then he uses the rope for leverage to pin Scotty, and he wins the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship. Yep. Very fast match. Got to the point. Did what he needed to do, and they got out of there. So I respect it. Good match. Yeah. And then, uh, I enjoyed it. Jerry Lawler also said on commentary, "Well, you know, if uh, Shane were the ref, that wouldn't have happened." Uh huh. Jesus fucking sure. right. The less experienced ref would have totally seen the fucking feet on the ropes. Yeah. Bet. Yeah. So we cut back to the regime. In the express, someone pages Triple H. That fucking blew my mind. Someone was paging him. Yeah, somebody paged him 316. That was the message. 316. Yep. Vince admits, no, I don't think Stone Cold is here tonight, but I've got a funny feeling, and I don't know what's going on. And Triple H is like, oh, he's just getting into your head, Vince. Just getting into your head. Uh. He's just getting into your head. Uh. Yep. Your head. Uh. And we have Crash Holly, who's who's taking a little squat down by some production boxes. Yeah, he apparently collects Beanie Babies. Yeah, so Bob comes up to him and yeah. tells him that even though he can't get any bitches, and he still collects Real. Beanie Babies, it doesn't Real. mean he can't be a winner. And Crash retorts, they were a gift. Yeah. Those Beanie Babies were a gift. The, oh, I mean, sure. I knew that this was from 2000, but that's how I knew that this was fucking old. Because, man, Beanie Babies... I mean, they're still around, but they were hot as fucking. Yeah, yeah, but they're not. Brother, like the Princess Diana Beanie Baby that was like $500 at some point or however much it was is like $2 now. Them shit's still. Yeah, no, no, Beanie Babies was fucking hot shit in the late 90s and the 2000s. Oh my God. Yeah. 
I mean, I remember yeah, you I used there. to get them in happy. I I used to get them in Happy Meals. Bro, I bro. One time, Marquise told me about the time he went to Toys R Us back in like 1995, and he uh he would he would have been like he would have been like seven years old or something like that in 1995, right? And uh, he went down to the Toys R Us with his paw and he picked up some Beanie Babies, uh, because he was actually on the resale. He was uh he was reselling Beanie Babies at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can corroborate that story, right, bro? No, dude. What do you, What do you mean? Aren't you like thirty something? Marquise is definitely like thirty-five. You know, if I were, I'd probably have a lot more money in my bank account. <laughs> yeah, it also probably would have started wrestling ten. I'd years hope ago. so. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know how it goes. So T and A come to the ring. Important God, station. we get Jesus. this insane. I'm not gonna play this for you because it's too Bro. horny. It's too horny, Bro. so I can't play it for Bro. you. Trish is horny for wood. Hey, Bubba. Okay, so God. yeah, Trish Stratus is super mega horny for tables and Bubba Ray Dudley. Dude, she's like, hey, Trish? Bubba, I love wood. It gets me off. I want you to have sex with me, Bubba Ray, on this table right here. See this lingerie? See this? See how I'm barely wearing any clothes right now in this promo segment? Yeah, I said, just want you to fuck me, Jerry. She said, fuck I me. love wood. I love tables when they're polished. Sometimes I love them round. Sometimes I love them long. All right, you said a whole lot more shit them. too. I also love them, rough and hard, dude. Like, dick euphemisms whoa. are going crazy. <laughs> yeah, they were. Trish Stratus like, is ready for peen, and Bubba yeah. is ready to yeah, get yeah, it to man. her. Yeah, he is. God, he wants to fuck her so bad. Though. All right, so we but, have so we we'll have uh, TNA versus Crash and Hardcore Holly. Uh, so uh, Crash coming out at apparently no. The Hollies come out weighing a combined, allegedly well over a hundred pounds. That's bro. These crash. guys, yeah, these guys cannot weigh more than like, I don't know, four twenty to combine. Three eighty. What do you mean, bro? Crash is a super heavyweight. Yeah, it's on the scale, bro. Don't you know? No, I crash, don't. Crash by I, himself. I, no, dude. Crash by himself weighs at least six hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah. Like, for real. In what world? No, bro, look at... What do you mean, bro? Look at him. He is definitely at least close to 700 pounds by himself. Yeah, he's a super heavyweight. Why am I being gaslit right now? I'm not gaslighting you. I'm telling you the truth. What? Go on his cage match right now and look at his weight. I guarantee you it's like 680-something pounds, okay? You said Crash Holly, right? Yeah, Crash Holly definitely weighs at least 600-something pounds, I promise you. Crash Holly. Look, I'll, I'll even look it up too. I will. I will. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can. We can do this right here, right now. See, I am on the. I am on here. Crash. One hundred ninety-eight pounds. What are you, you talking about? Whore. What are you talking about, bro? You're a I'm liar. looking at it right now. Damn, I'm looking at it right now, bro. Did you say eight hundred ninety-one pounds? That's, that's yeah. Crazy. I'm saying eight hundred ninety-one pounds. No. Here. They did say well over eight hundred pounds. So yeah, I think yeah. It literally reads here to me. Height five foot nine, one hundred seventy-five centimeters. Weight. 891 pounds. A lot of kilograms. Yeah. That's what Man, I see. This is I'm looking at hardcore right gas. Bro, I'm literally seeing it with my own eyeballs. Marquis sees it too. We're both looking at the same screen. Brother, yeah, you man, guys are both blind. On, so what do you mean? No. <sighs> Anyways. Anybody, anybody say, could check it right now and they'd see. I have to say. It definitely reminded me that Crash Holly was a thing. And it also made me very sad. Dude, Crash Holly was lit. Yeah, he was. He was super yeah. awesome. Especially, bro, 
Whenever I think of Crash Holly, I think of the uh, the Hardcore Championship Invitational at WrestleMania 2000 because that match was fucked as shit. Yeah, it was. But man, Crash Holly really was that motherfucker in the 2000s, bro. For real, for real. Yeah, I mean, hey, he was a good worker. It was because of Crash that the Hardcore Championship went 24 seven. So you know, yeah, it was all- mm-hmm. best thing that ever could have happened to it. Yeah, agreed. I agree so, with that. I noted here in this match, Test isn't using his sights effectively here at all. Not at all. He this w- man won with a fucking elbow drop from the top rope. Like, what are you doing, you geek? Yeah, I, I wrote I here after I will that. I lie, the elbow drop was hot, though. It was a good elbow drop. I wrote here, not enough big man shit considering all the heat he's taking from Crash. Yeah. That I do agree well, with, I mean, with, though. No. Crash does outweigh him, so. Okay, but to be real for a minute, why the fuck is Crash Holly getting heat on Test? Too super because colliding, stupid. I hate Drop the gimmick so for a second, bro. It didn't make <laughs> sense. Hey, man, that's the story they were telling. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Uh, yeah, well, Spark Plug hits a dropkick on Albert. Yeah, lands, in a, kick, lands in a fucking pinning position for yeah. a quick two. Yeah, literally does the dropkick and lands on top of him to cover. Which it was definitely not, not, what supposed to, not what he's supposed to do. Definitely not at safe. all. Yeah. No, he landed on his legs. Yeah, Not good. It would definitely hurt. Oh, I'm sure it did hurt. Uh, Crash burns and TNA put his ass away with a press slam and an elbow drop. Also, throughout this entire match, Michael Cole said it's not good for uh, Trish to keep teasing Bubba as she's been doing. Yeah, you know, he gets a little pent up sometimes and he might just explode. He's been really wanting to put her through a table recently. And he, he, he said... He's really wanting to bust this table with her body. I want to fuck Trish Stratus. Exactly. Yeah? Yeah. So, uh... As T and A leave, mm-hmm. the Dudleys attack, and Bubbier grabs Trish by the hair, and she's laughing like a bitch, and throws her into the ring. Why did he say that? He didn't even say that in this instance. It's just what I think I about. I just, I just don't understand why he said that. And it was about Trish, too. Yeah, it was why I thought about it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Devin gets a table. Mm-hmm. Bubba gets on top. Devon hands her up to him for the power bomb, But then Bubba starts eating her gushy-wushy... <laughs> Her gushy <laughs> pussy. She starts kissing all over his no, fucking No, head. no, no, and my, no, no. She started kissing on his head because he was eating her gushy. No. She, he had her in the power bomb. He yeah, started going yeah, down he on her, and she started coming. Whoa, so, whoa. I'm with Marquise on this one. It, it on. happened in the opposite order, actually. So she started kissing on his forehead, and then he, he went into that zombie-like trance, and he just became a sex slave. Until, like he wouldn't? Until, until Trish Stratus was saved. Trish Stratus was deadass motorboating Bubba. Like, oh, actually. No, no, no. She had her tits Trish, in his face, and she yeah. was pushing his face into her tits. It was crazy. And then she crazy. just kept kissing him, and then, oh yeah, he went into a trance, and... Yeah, yeah then here comes Tess to true. save her, finally. He runs back and sends Bubba through the table as Trish powders out. It was a fucking nice little... That uh, goddamn vixen... It was it was a good fucking Albert, spot. Albert did a fucking baldo bomb. Yeah, the baldo bomb. The table. It was sick. Yeah, it, it was, was very sweet. sick. Uh, Bubba's face reaction was very good though. I will. Yeah, he was a that. zombie. Yeah, yeah, he was in he the was terrible, space. Like, he just like me for real. Yeah, yeah, like honestly, bro, if Trish were all up on me like that, I would also be just stunned. Yeah, especially current mommy Trish. Oh man. Is she well, brunette too? Ooh. Yeah, oh fuck. <laughs> Speaking of oh fuck, 
Vince wants all bases covered tonight with a search party. Mm-hmm. So he he splits up the gang to search for ghouls. Yeah, they're starting to get a bit more paranoid. Yeah, they're they're you know the rock is clearly getting into Vince's head at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Vince and Shane go off, and they turn a corner and they see this curtain. And Vince, you know, he shushes God. Shane, he quiets him down, he slowly approaches it, and he pantomimes to Shane to watch out. I'm going to open this curtain, he right? Says he says that, you know, Austin Austin's right there. Curtain. He's right there, right? So Vince slowly grabs the curtain, and he rips it back, and Shane starts attacking, and he's going crazy. Shane, he's beating the shit out of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Shane had the nastiest fucking flying Superman punch I've ever seen. He yeah, he took, he took Steve Austin's ass out. He, he started pounding away on that. him. Except it was a it was it was a cardboard cutout. It was a cardboard cutout, but with mm-hmm. the single punch, he fucking ripped Dr- it in half. Just he dropped that cardboard cutout yeah. like a piece of shit. Yeah, and he kept beating on it, and Vince like Shane, 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 it's cardboard. Stop, stop, it's cardboard. He's like, oh, yeah, might be. I just saw Steve Austin. Everything turned red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great. Crazy. It's great. So Stephanie is off all on her own, despite leaving with Triple H. And she gets spooked by Kurt Angle, who just wanted to share that Steven Spielberg talked to him about something the other day. Yeah, Steven Spielberg actually invited him to a movie next week. Uh, so on the uh, red carpet, the... So he said, I won't, be, uh, I won't be at Raw next week. Wow. Yeah, and, and Steph is like, yeah, 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 Kurt, that's, that's yeah, really yeah, cool. What the uh, hold on, what the fuck did... Where the fuck is Stone Cold? Gl- it was like, Gladiator. Have you, seen, have you seen Stone Cold? No. But I have seen whatever the movie Steven Spielberg's going to make when I go see it. It, it's gladiator brother was it gladiator okay. yeah it was gladiator oh um, right fucking you're right yeah because right um no the funniest thing is like kurt's like yeah i've actually never met the guy i've heard of him uh but <laughs> yeah, the guy. He's, he's uh yeah i've never seen him never Don't seen stone cold yeah he also calls him a big fan or something yeah 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 so, yeah i'm sure he's, he's a like, big fan oh no no he says i bet that he would be a big fan of me though well, yeah. Don't you think it's just like Seth is yeah, just like, sure, yeah, I'm scared. I don't like it here. <laughs> That's crazy that Kurt Angle hasn't met Stone Cold. That is crazy. And hasn't met yeah. him yet, because Steve Austin's crazy. been out with a fucking uh, was it his second neck injury? I think so. I think this is because yeah, I remember yeah, he was out for most of 1999. Yeah, yeah, probably. SmackDown is brought to you tonight by PhoneFree.com. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars Jedi Power Battles for the PlayStation 2, and Bally Total Fitness. Yeah. Fuck Bally. But yes, everything else well, was very cool. Damn, you got a, you got a, got a bone to pick with right. Bally? Yeah. Bally? Bally Sports is very... Bally Sports basically took over for Fox Sports and CNBC for local teams. They bought everybody out. And uh, the UI, business. the score buzz... And uh, <laughs> everything else is shit. Yeah, they're a fitness business that got into uh, the casino stuff. Into, God uh, damn, gambling. big fitness. But yeah, they can't uh, hold me down. Unless Valley Sports wants to pay me, they can go fuck themselves. Hear that? Pay us. Yeah. Pay, please. Oh, oh, pay us. We'll talk about your fucking sports betting. Yeah, I will shit. sell my soul for money right now, actually. Hear that? Yep. Speaking of too. a soul being sold, we have Chris Jericho and Taz versus Perry Saturn and Chris Benoit. I yeah. did not. They also waste no time. No. I did not understand either of these pairings well, at all. What, what do you mean the radicals, bro? Yeah, that I understood. Benoit and Saturn were in the radicals along with Ed E. Okay. 
And as far as Jericho and Taz is concerned, they probably just both hate Benoit a lot. Yeah, checks. I guess. I think it I'm was pretty. Gr- sure, I'm pretty sure everybody who wasn't in the Radicals fucking hated Chris Benoit in 2000. Pretty, yeah, pretty much every like light heavyweight hated him. Hated Chris Benoit because yeah. he was better than all of them. Yeah, I will say. I think, oh, I think was he? Yes, Chris. He Chris Benoit was IC I, championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chris yeah, Benoit yeah, was Intercontinental yeah. champion at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had uh, a. Yeah. He would have uh, won it at WrestleMania yeah. in the uh, two out of three falls yeah. title for title match. So cope. Um, I was just going to say, it was really cool hearing, like, seeing and uh, hearing Taz's theme. Just because I hadn't seen it or heard it for a long time. So to, it was just really To me, cool what's crazy, bro, to me, what's crazy is the fact that Jericho took the European title off of Kurt Angle at WrestleMania, and by April, by the end of April, he'd already lost it to Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, title's that, not a Absolutely not a fucking thing. Yeah. So, yeah, they waste no time. Jericho goes for the walls early, gets it locked in. Until Benoit whacks Jericho from behind with the IC title, while the referee is distracted with Taz. Mm-hmm. Backbreaker into a King Kong knee from the Radicals to Taz. That shit was crazy. Yeah, it was. Uh, cross face to Taz. Jericho breaks it up, and then the whole thing breaks down with a brawl on the outside. Yep. Jericho hits the lion saw on Benoit to win the match after a collision with Saturn on the uh, on the apron. Yeah, he whipped him. It was Saturn. a good lion saw too. All good. Yeah, and uh, Jericho will be challenging Benoit for the IC title at Backlash, and that was a match. Yeah. Yeah. So then Triple H and Shane are investigating a closet in the back, which is filled with mostly empty beer cans, which Shane somehow manages to fall all into. Dude. Oh, they're, half, they're only half empty. So, so uh, he's, he's he, he alleges that he's wet, oh but he I'm is wet. not. He doesn't old. look wet at all. No, I'm wet. He was completely yeah. dry. Completely yeah, he's dry. like, dude, dude I'm so wet. I'm so I'm a wet and sticky. I'm a wet no. and sticky. I'm wet. No, sticky. you're not. His, his clothes were completely are dry. Are you, Andrew? Might be. Ooh. That's gross. Take a shower. <laughs> yeah, take a shower. Jesus Christ, you, you know sweaty who needs a shower? Fan. Who? Road Dog. Yeah. They have Road Dog versus Christian next. I mean, I'll be honest. I did not watch this because I watched this after the TNA shit, and I was already pissed off enough about that. <sighs> Hear that? So. Yeah, so I wrote here in my first note, everyone is skipping the pomp and circumstance tonight. Bell rings while they brawl on the floor. That doesn't make sense. Yep. Christian goes to the well too many times in the aerial shit. House show dive. House show dive. Road dog fucking clobbers him. And he hits a very sudden pump handle slam to win the match. No ass fucking. No ass fucking. Just does it. Yeah. Uh, and then he continues to kick Christian's ass after the match. Edge can't get involved, of course, because if he did, they'd lose the tag titles. And then Which after the, the beating is done, the referee reverses the decision. And Christian is named the winner of the match. Yeah. That is the only part I saw. And I mean, what? I, po- I popped internally for that a little bit. The ref overturning the decision because he went too far after the match. I haven't seen that stiff in a very long time. It hasn't happened in a very long time. Yeah. I just have a feeling if they brought it back, they would do it like all the fucking time. They would do it all the time. Yeah. That's why. Especially with how often heels will fucking get their heat back after matches, whether they win or lose. Oh, my fuck. Mm hmm. So the regime have reconvened near the locker rooms, and Tori runs up to them telling them that she found Austin. So they roll up on this on this closet, another closet where we fairly, fairly, we faintly hear some music playing, and it sounds like Steve Austin's theme. It is Steve Austin's theme from the rap album from WWF yeah. Aggression. Mm-hmm. So they rip open the door to find a JVC Kaboom box playing a track from that album, and Triple H smashes it. Ah, uh, uh, Austin. Right, and then uh, Kurt Angle cuts a promo on the way to the ring for a match. 
He's taking on Big Show at Backlash. Uh, I don't remember any of what he said, but I'm sure he said something about Big Show being a fat fuck. He says he feels sorry uh, for the Big Show. He says he's got the size and talent, but goddamn, he still sucks. <laughs> sucks to suck. I love Kurt, man. Seeing Kurt just makes me happy. Well, we have Kurt Angle, Big Boss Man, and <laughs> I don't know why my note says Bill Buchanan, but Bull I'm going to roll. Bill Buchanan. Bull Buchanan. I don't know why it says Bill. Versus Rikishi, P.H. Fatu, yeah, and Fatu. Big Show. Yeah. Him, I wrote here, very, this is some outlaw thinking. bullshit because all three men are beating on the Big Show until he takes out Bossman and Buchanan with a flying double clothesline. Uh, Rikishi got thrown into the ropes while all that, not the ropes, the, the stairs as all that was happening. So he finally comes back, gives Bull the stink face, and then he gets a choke slam to win the match. Yep. That's it. Rikishi hands Big Show a pair of shades, but Bossman tooks them both down with the nightstick. And then the Acolyte Protection Agency make the save and run the heels out of the arena. So then Big Show and Rikishi can still have their... Well, they still have the shades on, so they uh they lay it the fuck down. Yep. And Big Show clearly had been taught how to do this dance earlier in the back. Yeah, I said uh, they do the dance gimmick, and Show does a lot of gyrating and hip thrusting. Oh, he was twerking too? Yeah. Bro, Big Show in 2000 was twerking on SmackDown. It was crazy. Yeah. He was shaking his ass. So then Triple H and Shane attack some random guy who vaguely looks like Steve Austin from behind in the bathroom. But didn't look at all like Steve Austin from the front. This no, it's like, fucking I work here! And then Shane fires him. Yep, crazy. immediately. You're fired! Get out of here! That's crazy. Imagine... Okay, now put yourself in this guy's shoes, right? You know, he wakes up that morning. He heads to the building because he works for the building, I'd presume, or something, right? Mm-hmm. Works and, for uh, the arena, probably. Yeah, works for the arena. And he gets to work, you know, just a regular day. Show goes on. He's doing his thing. Got to take a piss. Got to hit the bathroom real quick. You know, hits the urinal. Gets his wang out. Taking a piss all of a sudden from behind. It's fucking blindsided <laughs> by Triple H and Shane McMahon, who beat the fucking tar out of him. And then as he's laying up, staring at them, they realize he's not stone cold. And they ask him who the hell he is. He says, I work here. And then you get fired. Mm-hmm. Fired for what? Looking like stone cold vaguely from behind? Yes. <laughs> yep. Shane McMahon crazy. fired an arena worker. You know what's crazy? I'm sure they, would, they could more than definitely politic that guy into actually being fired. Oh, I'm sure. That's crazy. That guy, got fi- that guy lost his job. Maybe. I wonder if he went home and killed himself. Jesus fucking Christ! What the fuck is wrong with you? Sorry, I was just thinking what I would do. Anyway. Al Snow apologizes to Steve Blackman for being a piece of shit, and they want to be a really threatening team together. Again. But uh, Steve Blackman calls Al a pathetic piece of shit who shouldn't even be in this business because he runs around with a talking head. Mm -hmm. So then we have Jeff Hardy versus Matt Hardy. For the WWF Hardcore Championship. Brother versus brother. Uh, they let the song just keep playing during the entrances. That was based. As they should. Uh, Matt brings a trash can full of weapons to the ring. Uh, this will be a respectable contest between brothers as they shake hands before the match. It, and they start beating was, each other's fucking yeah, brains they in. They beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, fucking Matt gets a shit can hit in at the start. I was like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, they get the trash can lids and the baking sheets. Jeff uses the broomstick leg drop from the top. Uh, Then he gets a fire extinguisher, but Matt intercepts him returning to the ring. Tree of Woe into a trash can to Jeff. Tree of Woe in a trash can. Mm -hmm. 
so he's got him upside down, trapped inside of it. Yeah. Drop kicks him. Gets down. Perry Saturn's at ringside watching like a little fucking freak. Yeah. Uh, Matt crushes Jeff in the trash can with a moonsault for a two. Uh, Jerry Jerry Law was like, I don't know how the fuck he kicked out of that shit. I honestly agree. I bit on that. Like, bro, how? Yeah. Well, why are you kicking out? Hardcore match. So they both Jeez. pull out ladders simultaneously on opposite, opposite sides of the ring. Taz heads to the ring after Jeff drops Matt. Jeff has the ladder set up with the leg drop out of the corner for two. And then Jeff throws Crazy. the extinguisher on Matt's tummy. That couldn't have felt good. Probably not. And they both scale a ladder, but Jeff knocks Matt down. And then Matt sprays him with the extinguisher, which sends him to the floor uh, onto the pile of Taz and Saturn, who are waiting very patiently for him. And then Hardcore Holly comes down. Matt leaves from the top to barely clip Saturn on the okay. floor. They so, got the indie pile on the floor, and Matt misses all of them. Dude, so the indie pile is moving a little slow, and Matt looks like he's losing his balance, so I think he just kind of went a little early. He just early. goes. He just goes. And he and barely clips Perry Saturn on the very end. I was so scared he just was going to miss, and he barely caught Perry. I was like, bro, what yeah, are you Yeah, Perry doing? didn't catch him. Nope. Yeah, no, Perry didn't fucking care. So, yeah. Yeah, so then Crash breaks scary. up a count in the ring. Crash cracks Matt with a lead to pin him and steal the Hardcore Championship. Because 24-7. Yeah, it's crazy because crazy. I could have I sworn that at some point they they effectively make a rule where during... I mean, it was the 24-7 title they did that. Yeah, I think that was the 24-7. Yeah, I think where they made it where the 24-7 rules end when there's officially sanctioned matches. Yeah, but that's yeah, definitely Crash, the 24-7. Crash Holly comes in and steals the hardcore title from the Hardys, so neither one of them win this match. And he will defend it at Backlash? Is it Backlash that they're doing? Yeah, so he'll defend yeah. a Backlash against, I don't know, probably fucking all of them. I, I think it's, yeah, it's yeah, all it's the like guys. Yeah, it's like a six-man match for the hardcore title yep. or something. And Matt <clears> and Jeff, I believe. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. So then there's a delivery man who's got a package for Vince, and it's right outside of the parking lot. Vince, Shane, and Hunter head out to the parking lot. They know there's some bullshit going on. The delivery is some cement. Yeah, they, so the guy's like, yeah, I got an order here for Vince McMahon. I need to pour the cement into a Corvette. Conver- I, uh, into a Corvette, yeah. Yeah, I, I where's the Corvette? Like, I need to pour this the cement out. Yeah. And he's like, get the water! Get out of here! Ah, and then Hunter ah. scares him off. Yeah, and then he realizes it was a bait and switch. Also, on all all night, Michael Cole is telling Jerry Lawler, "Well, how can you not believe that you know Steve Austin is is not here? You know he's doing all his oh, he's clearly not here. He's you know he's going ah. through all his greatest hits." And then Lawler has been retorting, "Well, yeah, it's going through all its greatest hits, so it's obviously The Rock doing it because he's seen Austin do all this shit." Yeah, we'll see. Jim Ross is on the phone. Vince and Triple H roll up and start accusing him of talking to Ted Turner. Oh, I'm sorry. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. And it was just Jim's cousin who's coming to visit at Backlash. And then we have the Godfather with Hose versus Steve Blackman. Mm-hmm. There was a super hard edit in this match that probably cut out a ton of time. Probably. Uh, uh, there was one point where Jerry Lawler should have said, Steve Blackman has no charisma. He started burying him. He's like, yeah, bro, he can wrestle fine, but God, he's a black hole charisma. I mean, he walks into a room and everybody's bored. Yeah, just for no reason. <laughs> uh, so Godfather starts gaining steam for his hoe train, but Al Snow attacks from behind with head, and uh, DQ, that's the end of the match. So yeah. the regime finally reached their office suite, and something in Vince's bag is rattling. Turns out there's a fucking rattlesnake, and everyone ducks for cover. Yeah. I was really 
it, it, I, I don't know if I was just really tired, but it took me way too fucking long to figure out it was a rattlesnake because I'm like, bro, what the fuck is that? It sounds See, like a fucking I thought it bomb. Was, I thought it was Vince's pager going off. Yeah, I didn't think snake because it didn't. I didn't think a literal snake. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it was like sound effects from a rattlesnake, but it was yeah. But there was actually a rattlesnake on the couch. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, because they. I mean, the thing that they were looking at was like a. It looked like a pillow. No, it was a bag. It was Vince's bag. I I know, but it looked like a fucking recliner pillow or something. I was I was just very confused. It. I don't know if I'm just dumb, or I was just tired. Probably both. Uh, but yeah, I just was like very confused. I'm like, oh, it's a snake. Got it. Yeah, cool snake. The WWF Smack of the Night is brought to you by Milk. Got milk? They replay the opening Got... segment. Yep. Yeah, they do. WWF Backlash is brought to you by Castrol GTX. I accidentally wrote Castro GTX. That's Fidel is That's here. Fidel is driving hard. <laughs> It seeing the Castro DTX thing was pretty crazy for me. Castro is because, sweet, bro, because that shit was the sponsor of WWE for like they sponsored MLB. Years. They sponsored MLB for a long time too. So I was like, wow, yeah, Castro. Castro was a major was a major sponsor of the WWF as long as they were uh, TV fourteen. Pretty much, wow. Like the okay. entire time that they were for an older audience, they were promoting Castro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Which, I mean, makes clearly sense. makes sense. I mean, I remember as a kid seeing those Castrol commercials where they had the fucking like the CGI engine running. Mm, yeah, like all the gunk in there. You pour your cash on there, it it'll just go away, it and the engine start pumping. Yeah, man, that shit was propaganda. Yeah, it was. Fucking sick. All right, so the regime come to the ring, and Shane calls Steve Austin. Says, "All right, we're sick of this. Come down to the ring." And then Vince agrees. That he'll he'll tell his family to leave the ring if that's what it'll take for Austin to come down to the ring. Vince starts begging, face me, Austin. And Triple H is sick of Steve. He's not even back yet. He cuts his promo. Steve, if you're back there, if you're not back there, it doesn't matter. Cause I know you don't have the balls to face me right here. Yep. So that's how he yeah. said it. Yep. That Hunter supposes that out of the Stone Cold isn't here, or he's a chicken shit. And he True. moves on to The Rock. He's changed his mind. I want to kick your ass again tonight. Yeah. Calls him out, says he's tired of playing all these damn games. Invites the people, start chanting for the people's champion. He also calls The Rock a chicken shit. And then he comes out. I'm not going to have someone call me chicken shit. So he comes down, yeah. calls pause. The Rock promised that Stone Cold would appear tonight. He's enjoyed watching these geeks get their panties in a twist over this whole thing. And The Rock points to the Obeltron, and Stone Cold's in the parking lot, and he's... So I've been here all night. I've been here all night. I've been here right here, my little toy. You know, it's, it's going like, I got this little construction piece here, my little toy. But as far as I can tell, I'm really only good at deconstruction. It's crazy they never decided to check the parking lot. They did, and they still didn't see him. Yeah, crane. Well, no, no, they didn't check the parking lot. They went to the DX Express, which was in seemingly the not lot. that far away from the building. Well, I was gonna say Rocky's limousine. True. Yeah, it was probably like across the yeah. uh, like the trees and the garden shit. But I'm sure you know there's I'm sure the parking lot is all around the building, really. So yeah, Stone Cold standing in the in the in the crane. He says, "I did construction. I little toy. Got my gun here. My little toy." 
got his crossbow here. It's my little toy. He's got a lot of toys. Yeah, so Stone Cold's got a, a nuclear bomb hooked up to his crane, and he drops it on the DX Express, and it explodes. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. And everybody gets radiation poison. And they all died. See you at Backlash. There was no Backlash, because everybody died from radiation poisoning, because Stone Cold set up a nuke. Yeah, bro. What do you mean, though? Didn't you know that everything pauses when the camera... The radiation just stopped. Yeah. God. And it'll continue at Backlash. In a different city? Oh, they're safe. Maybe. Depends on the vicinity. Well, I mean, Austin won't be. He, he, he's the one that dropped the nuke. But, you know, yeah, but he was in the crane, so it's okay. Yeah, I'm sure. It was a uh, radiation-proofed crane. That's why it's his little toy. Yeah, toy. Got the little anti-radiation toy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was SmackDown from April 27, 2000. A reminder, neither I nor Max were alive yet. Nope. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah, I still had six more months in the oven, baby. Wait, when was this? April? April 2000. April? Yeah, you still had close to a year. Yeah, now. brother, I was... Ah! Wait, April's... In January, right? Yeah, no, I was, I was like, just deposited, if anything. That's a fucking weird way to put that. Yeah, Damn, yeah. you were just... Yeah, you were. You would have been like just made. That's crazy. Yep, at a Billy Joel concert. Woo! Freshly crazy. in the oven. Jesus, yeah, it's cooking. I shouldn't uh, say that to a Jewish guy, but you know. <laughs> See, it's only now awkward because. Well, it's not awkward because it's only it's... <laughs> awkward because you said that. It's I didn't fine. even think about it until See? you said it. I didn't think about it until I thought about it. That's why. <laughs> so shit. See, context is everything. Um, I agree. What I will say is, I enjoyed this show. I I made a I did a little thing while I was watching. I told the boys about this because it was kind of crazy to me that uh, on this SmackDown, all of these people wrestled or were on this show: The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, Eddie Guerrero, Triple H, China, Stephanie McMahon, Taz, Chris Jericho, Christian. Tris Stratus, Lita, Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, Rikishi, Big Show, uh, Ron Simmons and JBL, the APA, Al Snow, and the Hardy Boys. That's like 20 plus people or something like that that were all on one show. Yeah, in they, a cra- yeah, they crammed the fuck out of this show. Yeah. Which, it, was, it was the go home to the pay per view, so like I get it, I guess. But holy fuck, they were playing, bro. I'm sure the times in the back were fucking airtight. But to be fair, everybody got a pop. Everybody yeah. was over. Yeah. This... You know why? Because everybody on the show was doing something. Yeah. Yeah, it's just That's really crazy. It's just Donnie really, really crazy to see how much shit like has gone just in this era of wrestling like as much as i will shit on the attitude era i would kill or do crimes for a fucking crowd like this again to perform in front of because well, my god as it turns out the indie crowds in texas are white hot so that's awesome. come on down son oh, yes fine. sir come take a trip yes, sir yeah, uh, final crazy. final thoughts on smackdown max Oh, good show. I thought definitely some shit could be cut. 
I didn't need the Godfather shit. I really didn't need the the fucking road dog Christian shit. But uh, good match, a lot of fun. Opener was good. Promos were really really solid. Made me care. Kept me entertained. I'll give it like out of ten. Give this like a six out of ten. I thought it was pretty serviceable. Hmm. What do you What do you think, Mark? Um. Oh, come on, sell for me, damn it. <laughs> Fucking threw me off. Uh, I'll probably give it, yeah, I'd say a 6 out of 10 as well. I mean, I enjoyed it for the most part. It just felt like a drag to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that is very as fair. As you said, there was just a lot of shit going on, which can be a good thing and can be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely think in this case it was a little bit of good and a little bit of bad. Yeah. Uh, okay. Some of the shit they were doing was good. Mm-hmm. Some of the shit they were doing wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then overall, I think it's just a lot to try and process. Yeah, a lot happened in this hour like, and a half. Like, if I'm gonna watch SmackDown the next week, am I really gonna remember that Godfather had a match with whoever? Black- Steve, Steve Blackman. Blackman? Yeah. That Al Snow interrupted? Yeah. Probably not. I'm not really going to remember that. Are you going to remember that Road Dog beat Christian in like two minutes? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I think uh, out of five, I'd probably give this show like a three. That's fair. Which is six out of ten. So six out of ten all around for SmackDown. A decent effort. Yeah. It was a go home. And it it built a... Hey, it spent... It, All of its fucking time building the backlash. Everything was about backlash it here. Did its job. Good job. Yeah, so I'll give Sell it that. As a, as a yeah, as a go home show, this was very competent. So you know what? As a go home show, seven out of ten. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I strictly can, for, strictly I, from a uh, getting the job done perspective, but the show itself was, uh, was a six. Yeah, I can agree. With that. Especially with how much shit we. We should like last week. Yeah, when we, TNA when we shat down TNA's throat for not even trying. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. At least this was clearly least... an effort to make me want to buy this pay per view. Obviously, yep. I don't give a shit, but they right. tried. Yeah, which is more than TNA could say. Yep. And it's now time for the taking liberties. Would you rather segment? Fuck you. That's what it's called, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh. Of course, just a regular would you rather game with wrestling based scenarios and hypotheticals and rhetoricals. Uh, I'm going to start this week uh, just because, fuck it, I haven't started yet, so I'm going to. So, my would you rather I pose to you, Marquise and Max. Uh-huh. Would you rather be one of the people who fails at a money in the bank cash in or come second to last in a Royal Rumble? Oh. That's brutal. So, you either fail Money in the Bank, or you're the last one out of the Royal Rumble. Damn. You would be the guy handing a WrestleMania spot to someone else. Hmm. Because you suck. Man. That's a good one. No matter what, you're going to get viewed as a loser. Yeah. Loser. Okay. Man. I think... All right, I have my answer. All right, plead your case. So I think ultimately I would go for the uh, the runner-up rumble spot because um, I just think that there's a lot more. You can get a lot more out of that from one, a story perspective, and two, just like a crowd reaction perspective. Mm-hmm. Like think about 
how people are still talking about Santino that one time. Yeah, that was 11, almost 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Santino almost winning the 40-man Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Like Jesus Christ. In which, I mean, if you can make them count. Or like, hell, when Hunter won his 14th belt in the Royal Rumble or whatever, mm-hmm. and he tossed out Ambrose. Ambrose. They got a match out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they did take that to Mania. Well, honestly, the Royal Rumble as a match is probably the best booking mechanism that company has by far. Yeah. So I think ultimately I would go with the uh, the runner-up spot because, like, I-, I think to be viewed as a Money in the Bank loser, there's definitely – it should be weight on the company, but it seems like there's usually, like, a, a lot more weight on the wrestler for some reason for being yeah. a loser yeah for being a geek ass i mean loser. if you if we go back and look the guys who have failed to cash in are john Cena, john Baron corbin and uh damian sando damian sando yeah i mean one of them that's is an esteemed, the hey, that's, a, that's, a, that's some esteemed company right there damian sando oh man i like damian sando but that shit spelled the end of his whole career in the fed really i mean he he still went on to do like the the fucking miz dash every shit. gimmick that he had on television had a ceiling yeah oh no no that i completely agree with yeah because i Damian was Sanda a, had a ceiling fan. yeah but and that's why i will i will never i will never understand why they gave the case to sandow and not cody and not cody i will never yeah. understand that I still and honestly that. and honestly, Cody could have also lost his money in the bank cash in, and I like whatever probably would have mattered stand, more. Probably would have mattered. Well, Cody probably could have done more with it. Yeah, I agree. Um, at least Dustin would have told him how to. At least Baron Corbin, uh, actually kind of wanted to talk about well, this. Anyway. Baron Corbin and John Cena both got fucked over. <laughs> yeah, Baron Corbin I think... spoke out about concussions, so you know, it was and then he got fucked. Yeah. Yeah, he However, was on the right side of history and got punished for it. Crazy. Corbin is currently in a really hot thing right now with JBL. Yeah, and it's really, really BL. fun. Is that really hot? It's fucking funny. To me, I really like it. Like, I haven't seen it. It's really funny because JBL basically just says, uh, in any, you, you can take all these flippy-dippy wrestlers, but if you put Baron Corbin in any era, he can hold his own. And that's why he should. Oh, so they're doing the Kevin Nash gimmick. Kind of. I mean, he they're, beat the okay. shit out of... Okay, so he they're turning the Baron Corbin into Diesel. I like it. Yeah. You and know, my favorite, I, my favorite Baron, Baron Corbin... Corbin he's no longer Happy Corbin. My favorite is, my favorite Baron Corbin is the one that told Apollo Crews to go back to Ring of Honor. I also yes, agree. Years ago? Mm-hmm. I also am begging and pleading for him to get his theme back. Superhuman? That theme, God. Friend of Dave. God. So, uh, either... Both of them are really well, good. Well, if you give him superhuman back, I want the lights. Bring back yeah. the lights. He we need more theatrics at, in our entrances, people. At the pay-per-view, they should absolutely have JBL come out in the limo and be like, hey. You would have introduced. Yeah, you, and honestly, JBL should be uh, Baron Corbin's. Uh, well, if he's his manager, he should also he, introduce him. He is. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But good. yeah, no, JB, JBL's just wearing really big baggy pants. and I Yeah, I Trump. About, I did see yeah. that JBL christened him as the new wrestling god. The like only god. thing that could have made it better is if he was on SmackDown, because then he could be talking about Fox 
and rating. <laughs> oh my god! But, you know, if JBL were on the Republican channel, holy shit! He, yeah, he he is. He was on Fox every now and then, to my knowledge. I don't know if he does. Yeah, but I mean, like on just... SmackDown, he'd be spewing that oh, bullshit true. on the Fox Network. They'd be telling him, "Yeah, shill all of our fucking news shows on Fox News, baby." Yeah. All right, Max. What's your choice? Anyways, uh, I am gonna agree with Marquise. Uh, mostly just because, yeah, I think if you lose the money in the bank cash in, I just, yeah, just, either you have to do a redemption arc of some sort with the character or you're dead or yeah, you're just, you're fucked out of the company and you're probably, you might still have TV time, which is never a bad thing as long as you're still working with the company, but like you're never going to hit that high spot again, probably. But, I mean, we also haven't really seen out, outside of, I, I mean, I guess Corbin's doing the mid-card shit and he's doing pretty well. But, like, Sandow got canned. John Cena's John Cena. We don't have a big sample yeah, size. Yeah, we don't have a sample size for how this is supposed to work. And we don't. We, we also don't have one with a woman. I think every woman who's cashed in has been successful. So Yeah, yeah that's also because every woman who cashes in, yeah, every woman cashes in within a week of winning the case. It's so Which is fucking, a fucking stupid. Problem. Let them, really Let them hold like, it. Let them hold it. So as much as, that... as as much as I can shit on Austin Theory, at least he's doing something with the case. And I have a feeling that he's gonna win and it's gonna really piss me off. That's a different thing. Anyway, I can sorry. say that I think that I mean it's not a large sample size, but I mean, yes, John Cena is John Cena. And Baron Corbin got fucked over. Corbin yep. Got he was definitely he was definitely card. supposed to win the world title. Sure. He was definitely supposed to win. But he got oh, pushed yeah. down the card afterward, and Sandow got sacked. So with that being said, I think it's safe to say that if you are a loser, not good. You're a loser. Yeah. Yep. I agree. That's a good one though, Andrew, because you definitely made me think. Yeah, and it was the one I came up with on the spot right before we started. But I thought nice. but I thought that was a really good thought experiment of what kind of loser do you want to be? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Okay. I don't know which one to choose, though. I'm glad you have options. Yeah, you do have options. Okay. Would you rather... No. ...work for 2006 TNA... Oh, God. ...or 2018 WWE? Whew! Whew! Which is the year that I stopped watching WWE. Are we, are, are we, yeah, if we're just talking money. That's the year of, like, Raw 25. Okay, all right, all right, all right. for the sake of this argument, Max, let's completely disqualify money from this, from this. Yeah, just purely it, it, from a working condition oh, standpoint. Let me, let me go, I'm going to refresh myself. I'm going to think about this a minute. WWE, 2018 WWE roster. Because, I mean, like, it was only four years ago but but like wrong. man it was bad but you still gotta think about like booking and the backstage and the shit. brand split brand, yeah, you, gotta, you gotta take all that shit into account oh yeah this is like john's first year off huh yeah john cena finally wow. went away and the product fucking suffered vance was very irritable god he was so mad because john was gone yeah and he wasn't yeah, gonna come back till mania 205 Live is still a thing. Deanna Perrazzo is still in NXT. Jesus fucking Christ. FTR is still in this company. Oh, man. 
Oh, man. You know what? I can still, you know what? I can answer this. I'm ready to answer this. All right. So I can, I can confidently say, because I didn't give up on WWE until shit. Probably, probably, probably the end of 2019 is when I gave up on WWE. I just stopped watching entirely. Raw 25 was it for me, brother. I hear you. I think I think I stopped watching WWE um, when NXT went to USA. Fair. Like when the Wednesday Night War or whatever began. I think yeah. that's pretty much when I stopped watching WWE. Only because at that point, man, that was like right after the, the Kofi thing. And like I was just fucking sick of it. I was done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Kofi... the. The Fox thing, the Kofi thing, really did sour me for a while. But yeah, I can I can confidently say that I still liked 2018 WWE more than I like 2018 WWE more than I hate 2006 <laughs> TNA. That I don't know about that statement. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that with my chest actually. So yeah, I would definitely rather work in the WWE in 2018, despite all of its very egregious flaws, over 2006 TNA because oh so my I, no. If if I'm putting myself, like myself as I am currently right now, into these companies, I have to go with WWE because. I think if I worked or managed, if I was a manager in TNA. Bro, bro, do you think Studio 21 has wheelchair access? Fuck no. Exactly. But they, well, <laughs> but I would also, they would not put me with anybody close to good. Like, yeah, you and Zach Gowan would be a team. Oh my fucking God. That's you know I'm right. So like, that wasn't even me being an asshole. Right. It's just no, true. That's what they do with you. No, I know. No, they would fucking. They would. They would make me Scott Demore's assistant. No, 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 no. They'd shack you up with the diamonds. Oh. Yeah, they'd definitely put you with the diamonds in the rough. Oh my God. Oh. I could see it too. Oh. I could literally see Max oh. in the diamonds in the rough. Oh, yeah. Crazy. No. I mean, at least here, like. Probably with fucking Tyler Breeze or Neville on 205 Live or... I don't know. There's more for me to do in 2018 WWE, but fuck, both of these suck. Dick! You're gonna deal with, gonna deal with saying very unpolitically correct things to you? Like, oh, Jeff, like the entire locker room in 2006 wouldn't? Brother. Yeah, but there's one thing for your contemporaries to say that and your boss to say that. Yeah, but Jeff Jarrett would still. Well, I do. I'm sure Dixie Jeff, Carter was talking mad shit. Sure. Marquise, I guarantee you, Jeff, if I were backstage and Jeff Jarrett saw me, he'd probably oh, be like, no, he Oh, right hey, now. kid. Hey, kid, you want an autograph? Are you from like, Make no, I, work, I work here. Oh, you work here? What do you do? Not anymore. I. Thought, I, I... <laughs> Kick bricks, Junior. Oh wait, roll bricks, Junior. He goes up to Bob Carter's office. No, nah, we gotta hey, get rid of this motherfucker right now. I don't. I don't like this kid, man. I don't like this gotta, kid. We, we gotta get rid of him, man. He ain't even got like working him. feet. He doesn't, he doesn't even have a pep in his step. Oh wait. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can definitely see them just being egregious. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely, yeah. I definitely vibe more with 2018. 
Vince McMahon's playground than whatever was cooking up in TNA in 2006. Still yeah, I, I have to agree. I have to agree. Mitchell has had his well done steak, ketchup steak wrap. and potatoes. No potatoes, just steak. Oh yeah, the steak wrap. Just well done steak with well ketchup. Steak. Disgusting. What a fucking monster. You know you wouldn't need ketchup on your steak <laughs> if you cooked it medium rare. Right? I think ketchup on steak Thank is you. crazy anyway. Well, I, me personally, okay, I'm a bit of a hater of a, I'm a hater. Plain and simple. I, I hate I religiously. I love hating. That. I'm a professional hater. I wake up in the morning, hate. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep at night, hate. Mm-hmm. Make this podcast, hate. hate. Go to wrestling class, less hate, mm-hmm. still hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, so uh, people who, one, get their steaks well done, and two, people who use ketchup and or steak sauce, if you use A1, I can't, I can't, I can't too. fuck with you, bro. You know why? Here's the thing: because a properly prepared steak is perfectly good in its own juices. You or you only need salt and pepper. That's it. Yeah, That's but you would. You yeah, but you would put that on the steak before you cook it anyway. While I agree yeah, yeah. With that, I'm just a man that loves my sauces, so I love me some some steak sauce. Not a lot. I don't. I mean, I usually just, like put it on the side to dip. But, like, but see, that's why you get it. That's why you get your steak medium rare though, because then you got all that fucking juice. I mean, I don't see, because medium. So yeah, but when you get it medium, it's a little drier and it's nah, medium rare, bro. I need that shit. Dummy pink, I... ready no, to go. It should not uh. be dry if it's a proper medium. If it's medium well, it's gonna be drier. That's fair. Because I, I don't know. Okay, but every time I go out somewhere and ask for medium, I get medium well, and I want to kill someone. I, I and if like I ask for medium period. rare, I get it medium rare. So if you ever ask me for medium, you're never gonna get it medium. I mean, I usually do. Oh, maybe you, they respect you, you more than me. Yeah, you must got some good luck. Oh, you must be the book of... Um, all right, Andrew, Marquise, would you rather... Between these two moves, would you rather that these two moves just stay... Which one would you rather stay a pure finisher? The Canadian Destroyer or the Super Kick? (sighs) Right, so this this means that absolutely nobody ever kicks out of this shit. <laughs> so these two moves stay finishers. Like J- J- James Storm still has the last call. Uh, PD still has like the Canadian Destroyer, but they're finishers. They're yeah, not your dad's just going like crazy in the back, bro. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, sorry. Baseball is baseball. Baseball. Yeah, baseball yeah. is baseballing. Um, what's it called? But yeah, these are just finishing moves, not. Fucking every indie darling in the world uses the super kick and the fucking destroyer. Mm. I am gonna have to go with the super kick. Okay. A finish, just because I am so jaded. Okay. Like, I see a Canadian destroyer and I, it's either no reaction or a negative reaction. I'm just. No, it's always a, oh, a negative reaction when so I see it. it. I'm just so tired of it. Like, everybody does it. It never, ever looks as good as PD's. Ever. Ever. I wish I these fucks would stop doing it. The only and, one and I've just... seen that I think is, like, serviceable, and it's because he's been doing it forever, is, like, is, uh, fucking Penta. That's the only one I've ever been like, yeah, I'm cool with him doing it. But anybody so... else, I don't care. Nobody has that fucking thrust. Nobody has that fucking mm, like PD. So 
don't even get me started on your goddamn sunrise. I just, bro. Alright, so what's your choice? Super kick. So you're going to protect the super kick? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Well, me personally, I'd protect the Canadian destroyer. Okay. For the for the exact reasons you just laid out. Okay, so here's the thing, I right? It is a it's... flip pile driver. It should kill motherfuckers. But here, okay, but here's 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 my thing, right? Is that, I mean, no, to me, no matter who does the super kick, it belongs to Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas, absolutely. Whereas, I mean, yes, the Canadian Shore does belong to Petey Williams. But like I see so many motherfuckers do a super kick at this point. Like it's it's gone far beyond the point of return, even if you gave me the opportunity to return it. It's just so it's, far gone. I feel the same way about the destroyer. It's just like I feel like if I could if I could reel back the Canadian destroyer to like two or three people in the business who do it and they all do it perfectly, and it's like almost always the 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 finish. Oh man. I just don't think that's possible. Like I saw a match. Yeah, I think. See, but I think that's even harder with the super kick. I saw an indie match just earlier where somebody did a fucking Canadian destroyer to set up a guy so he can get in position for like a splash or something. Like, I mean, we always talk about Adam Cole doing it. No, no, no hitting, yeah, yeah. Then start on that. Yeah. So it's like, at least with the super kick, I can believe that a motherfucker could get kicked squared in the jaw and lose a match. But with the super kick, with how I've seen it used, not the super kick, with the destroyer, with how I've seen it used, like Ricky Morton, like Dustin <laughs> Rhodes, Jesus. like there's just no way it's unforgivable. I think I like I think unforgivable. <laughs> uh, like you said, I think it's beyond the point of return. Like like I like I said, I can still believe that the super kick could a kick to the jaw could still in something but fuck the destroyer i, I see it and i'm just like uh you know what my problem is is what? that too many motherfuckers also do the code blue yeah, yeah true code red who cares the yoshi tonic yes too many motherfuckers use the yoshi tonic which is basically the same exact thing minus the pile driver mm-hmm. it's just a, um, it's just a canadian destroyer but a power bomb so too similar it's a sunset flip essentially i would it for me dial it back i would do the destroyer because at least to me with the amount of pwg i grew up watching (laughs) sorry i saw i saw a super kick every other fucking every match i mean also see a destroyer every match pwg not as much not as much in pwg I started seeing destroyers in Lucha Underground. Oh yeah, well, that was egregious. They were doing like fucking nuts. I, I mean, in Lucha again, the only guy who I think is anywhere close to PD's destroyer is Penta's, because he just he actually does it really yeah, well. Yeah, but he should stick to the arm breaker. I agree. No, it don't don't get me started on Lucha Underground because I won't stop because they fucking I love Penta and I love Lucha, but. Uh, I would protect the destroyer just because the super kick thing. I don't have the same kind of l- not love for it, but remembrance of it. Nostalgia. So for like it. for Shawn yeah, Michaels like, hitting motherfuckers with sweet chin music. Because I mean, at least for me, when I was watching WWE, the only guy who really did it 
was Ziggler. So I'm like, okay, so so Dolph Ziggler and Shawn Michaels do the super kick. Yeah, there's a signature to lead me to the finisher. I think the the thing that really does it for me is, like I said earlier, it's just the way in which it's been used. It's like, you know, I'll see a super kick nowadays, you know, it might be a, a, a nice near fall, a good good two count. Or like I'll see something like A Buck putting on the fucking thumbtack shoe and kicking shit out of Candice LeRae. Right in the face. Right in the face. And like that's some insane level shit. And then I'll see someone do a Canadian destroyer and do another move. Or do a Canadian destroyer, kick out, and the other person just immediately gets up for the next spot. Or like okay, see, so that's the thing for me, right? I think that because the destroyer logically is a much more visceral move, the way in which it's been just demonstrably ruined. That's why I want to protect it. Makes it worse. Yeah, see, that's the thing for me is that, in my opinion, the Canadian destroyer should be far more effective a move than a super kick, purely by the virtue of using centripetal centrifugal force. To smash someone's head into the mat and while, over kicking them in the face. And while I understand that, I think it just fell from greater heights and cannot be redeemed. That's fine, but I, I, if it were up to me, I'd protect the destroyer. And that's fine, I understand. Because it should I be like, protected. I definitely like both of them. And I would protect both if I could. For sure. I'd protect neither. Fuck every move. Only my finish can be protected. Exactly. Yeah, my finish is an Emerald Flosion. Don't steal that shit, and I'm protecting it like crazy. I'm not hitting that shit unless I win. Yeah. Or somebody breaks up the pin. I'm not hitting my Moonsault unless uh, someone knocks me off the top, because I'm definitely not just missing that bump. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck convincing anyone to fucking not roll out of the way. No, that's why I'll just have them, like, knock me off the top. Uh-huh. True. Fair enough. Well, all right, it is now time for the main event. Let's get through this, because I'm hungry. Shit. I agree. That's nice. Cope. So, (laughs) this week we watched TNA Sacrifice, May 14, 2006. Uh, First note, why are we so violent? (laughs) And then an adequate pyro display for the pay-per-view. The uh, the opening package is, what, like three minutes long? long. It was like two minutes. It was so long. It's very long. Yeah. Lots of just weird imagery. These are the nights of our lives. So long. TNA. And then, yeah, like a decent 30-second power display, but it still wasn't as good as SmackDown, so... Of course not. And it had that 2,000 it, fuck money. It also doesn't... You're not making that money back, so shut up. Yeah. Well, yeah, we. I mean, how, how long were we alleging that TNA was just burning, literally burning their money away? You know how it is. Uh, so opening contest, World X Cup Round 2 match. P.D. Williams from Team Canada taking well, on. First, Mike Tanay had run down the points for the World X Cup. I don't even remember what they were, but I think it was like 3-2-2-0. Yeah. Like yeah, it was Team USA was in first place. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Team, team Mexico, Mexico was in team Japan. Yeah, they were tied for second, and Team Canada had zero points. Yeah. So then we have, yeah, so we have P.D. Williams for Team Canada versus Jushin Thunder Liger for Team Japan. He is the team captain. Uh, 
And he's in all black. Which yeah, is, yeah, it comes on the all black. They do cool X shit. Yeah. Uh, casual racism on commentary, as always, oh, yeah. going crazy. The, the Orient. Orient. The Orient. Right. At all times. Damn right. Oh, Team Japan stomp out PD on the floor while Jushin distracts the ref. There was one point where uh, Liger did a shoulder tackle and was like expecting PD to, you know, do the rollover trip gimmick. Uh, like a step over. And he True. just crushed him with an elbow anyway. Like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, PD attempts a destroyer. Then a Liger gets him up for a Liger bomb. PD kicks out. I was uh, surprised. Yeah. Uh, at one point, PD William imitates the uh, crane kick. Cool. That's racist. Uh, and then Don West on commentary says, oh, he's looking like Jackie Chan. That's God. racist because Jackie Chan is Chinese, not Japanese. Like they know the difference. So, you know. Great. Team Japan shenanigans. Jushin Thunder Liger picks up the win. And Team Japan finally get on the board with three points. It takes second place. Mm-hmm. Sting. Oh. oh. Mm. Also, I guess we should note this here. We'll note it later, but we should note it here as well. Uh, this first match was not really seen by the people who would have viewed this pay-per-view at the, the time. Yeah, yeah, the, the big oh, stupid God. fucking idiots who would have actually ordered this shit. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, if you sorry. bought this, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, let me see how many... Let me let me quickly check and see just how many people missed the opening match of this pay-per-view. I think this oh, is the biggest... Uh... 25,000 people. Yeah, I'm not surprised this did shit buy rates. It's awful buy rate, wow. Yeah, I'm not surprised. The, the, lo- the, the, lowest, the lowest of the year. Of the year, yeah. Still did better than last year, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're technically on the up, but... Uh, 20, 20, 25,000 people did not get to see the finish of the opening match. Mm-hmm. So fuck them. Wow. Sting has his own locker room, not surprised. And I guess he doesn't want to talk to Samoa Joe at all before this match. Can they coexist? I don't know, can they? That they I don't know, they say it like 50 times. We'll see. JB, Jeremy Barash is backstage with America's Most Wanted, Gail Kim and Jackie. JB asked Jackie, what's up with all the fucking crying? Chris Harris, classic abusive asshole. Mm-hmm. They keep telling Jackie to shut the fuck up while they cut their promo. Storm tells Jackie that if she ever costs him another match again, that she might as well dig herself a grave and jump into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. JB finally asks her, what the fuck is going on? And Jackie is progregnant. Yep. Yeah. Pregnant? Wow, what were you going for? Pregnant. Jackie's pregnant. Dude, Jackie. <laughs> no, that's how people pregnant. spell it. Pregnant. Sure. Yeah. It, it, can I get pregnant from being? Are you, are you referencing? Yes, I am. I am referencing <laughs> wiki. Yes, I am. I am wow. referencing Yahoo pregnant. answers. Wow. Pregnant. Pop me big. That pop me huge. <laughs> Gail is so fucking sick of her shit, she just fires her from Planet Jarrett. Yeah. Thank God! She didn't even want to be here in the first place, so what do you mean you fired her? Wrongful termination Yeah, just send her home. God. Possibly. She just got fired because she was pregnant. That's wrongful termination if I ever heard. Man, if only Planet Jarrett were an LLC, maybe they have a chance in court. Somebody hired her. Jarrett is going to have a long couple of months ahead of him. Yeah. That's crazy. Especially with his baby. (laughs) <laughs> I think though, like legit, Jackie Gata does get fired while she is out pregnant. Mm-hmm. So that okay, Wrong that actually, actually, that's actually fucked up. Yeah, 
if they're getting fired while you're injured, can't do that. Well, yeah. they still do that anyway, but you can't yeah, do that. You can't do that. Next contest, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels challenging America's Most Wanted for the NWA World Tag Team Championship. For some reason. And when AMW come out, Chris Harris goes over to the commentary desk and starts fucking antagonizing Don West. Yeah. And he is corpsing like crazy. He's trying not to start bursting out laughing. He is holding it in terribly he's not convincing me so he's getting he's getting threatened and shit and he's just laughing and like damn we're gonna do him like that yes yeah fuck chris harris daniels and aj show strong continuity as a team they're doing a frequent quick tags very 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 fast tagging out in and out like that's how we're gonna work just fucking do a move tag do a move tag damn right gotta keep him fresh uh so then AMW cut off Daniels for a shitload of heat. Super, yeah. super long heat segment. Uh, then he fights back, gets cut off for more heat. Hot tag to AJ. He's a house of fire. Tower of Doom. Daniel stays up top. Everyone else goes down. And then he cross bodies Harris. Mike's in make sure to call it the Tower of Doom. Make sure you know. Harris is sent into the crowd by Daniels and AJ springboards over oh everybody onto my him. God. Crowd balling. This springboard was crazy. Yeah, it was in his yeah. RVD oh. shit. Yeah, he yeah. was doing crazy. He was going crazy. And then AJ and CD have this fucked combination Pele kick into a, a Death Valley driver. Yeah. Oh. Gets a two on Harris. I couldn't fucking believe this shit. I that was like, that's was bullshit. Crazy. That's like, that's like if they did Angel's Wings and AJ super kicked the motherfucker while they were upside down. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Come on. Yeah, AJ also had a fucking springboard double clothesline. Right on his chest. That shit hurted. Yeah, I know. Definitely hurted. Yeah. All cock, no balls. And then a BME and a splash on the top on James Storm, and he kicks out. Bro. I couldn't believe that shit. I, I was I was honestly pissed because I was like, yo. That's fucking. I know. The first thing I, I thought did... was James Storm's not even like that yet. No, he's not. Like, he's I... still got like two or three years until he's fucking world champion. He's got longer or no, than like, that, no, I like think. Five no, he's, he's like five years. He's like five years until years. he's champion. Yeah, brother. But also like. This is still like AJ Styles BME, and Christopher Daniels. The BME is this man's ultimate finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. crazy that he kicked out of the ultimate finish plus another maneuver. Like, I understand that, like, AJ didn't do the fucking spiral tap, but, like, what? Okay, well, yeah, if you'd done the spiral tap and kicked out, I would have just turned off the show and said that's the end of the review right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not watching yeah, the rest true. of the show after that. Yeah, true. Storm fights out of a Styles clash, super kick Styles for a near fall. Angel's Wings is broken up by Harris. He and Daniels take each other out of the ring. Gale up in the rafters drops a nightstick into the ring. And then AJ hits a clash on Storm, covers him, and then Harris hits him in the back with a nightstick. And Storm gets the pin. I thought it was so shitty that it just ended with a nightstick hit. Like, come on, man. What, yeah, the, what are we doing shit. here? See, after all this shit? Just, like, kill the tension. So it's like stupid. They always end the match after the crowd is peaked. Every yep. time. Yeah, because they always go on too long. Yeah, I mean, the, the crowd peaked with that fucking BME spot. Yep. And it was all downhill from there. Yeah. They couldn't get that heat back. JB Jeremy Borash is in Larry Zabisco's office with him and A1 Steak Sauce. Larry is sick of all the goofiness and whatnot. A1 has Raven covered tonight. Barry. Yep. Yep. I agree. I'm not Barry. I'm Larry. Nice over. Slick Johnson comes through and asks him who, who the fuck even hired him in the first place. 
TNA management. No. Who hired you? Uh, I spoke to the legal department. And that's why you don't fucking know anything. You don't even talk to anybody. Slick's like, you know who the who the face of TNA management is? Uh, maybe it's Roddy Piper. Oh, no way. Maybe it's Vince Russo. Oh, hell no. It's like, ah, I'm kidding. But uh, you'll find out who the face of TNA management is at Slammiversary. He also threw out Ultimate Warrior's name. Did he really? I didn't hear that shit. God, Ultimate Warrior? <sighs> I need a doggy bag. Better or worse. Thinking about Ultimate Warrior in TNA, holy fuck. Better or worse than Vince Russo? Worse. Think so? Yes. Oh, I think man. Warrior would have been even worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What now we got? It's because of Russo that we got sex and women in cages. Hmm. I was going to say some crazy shit, but I'm going to not. Yeah, no. But, um, yeah, but imagine what Warrior would have done. He would have made everyone racist. He would have buried Monty Brown in the fucking earth. Well, everyone's already some form of ist or phobic anyway, so, like... There's levels to this shit. I guess. Okay, but like, so... I'm talking... I mean, you want to talk about fucking airplane music, Sean Devari, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't think... No he... way, dude. D- bro, I guarantee you there would have been a full on, like, Klansman gimmick. <laughs> and I mean it. There would have been a full... And he would have been a baby face. I don't know. Oh yeah, huge know. pops for the Klansman with three clay, three three clays. Yep. yep. I don't know if like this has already happened or if it's going to happen. Don't we? Don't isn't there blackface with the James Gang? There Billy will Gun? be. Yeah, there will be. There will be. Oh, it hasn't happened yet. I mean, there well, was yeah. that. I mean, there was that little bit of blackface with Bubgear. Yeah. But... Yeah. So. There will be, there would just be more of that and a lot more uh, homophobia. Also, what happened to Spike? I don't oh, know. No idea. Oh, oh I uh, forgot. Uh, he burned it down yeah. under the flag. <laughs> <laughs> guess I was right. I guess I had the canon version of that of that uh, show. Guess so. Yeah, you know, he came out with the flag, waving it. Pyro went off, burned the flag. He fell under it in a pile and died. See ya. I must have been watching the uh, the edited tape. W tapes. Yeah. Oh. We'll get we'll get to that. Oh fucking brother! Holy shit! All right, so next match, Alistair Ralphs with Larry Zabisco versus Raven. Larry gets a chair, takes a seat in the ring after uh, A One's entrance. Raven comes in through the stands like a freak, climbed a ladder behind the top of the uh, the stands to get up there. Yeah, uh, he has words with Raven, but A One throws a chair in Raven's face. Match gets started. A One rams Raven to the barricade like 30, 50 times. Uh, working the midsection all day. A1 inspects all the corners looking for the one that breaks away. Yeah. Super obviously. And then Raven finally gets a comeback. A1 cuts him off. Heaty, heat, 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 heat. So much heat. A1 oh. rushes Raven in the exposed corner, crashes into it, takes an even effect, loses to Raven after all that ass kicking he gave him. And then Larry wants to settle this right now. And there's a big security pull apart. Zabisco, Raven start fighting. These two are definitely having a match at Slammiversary. God damn it. Yeah, and we've been building this for a year for no reason, bro, for this reason. But like, fuck, this shit was so boring. Took a year. One, it's really boring. Two, it's really repetitive. Three, like, we talk about this all the time, but like, it's a couple of things of why do I care about Larry Zabisco? 
Why should when he's on the spot. He literally they they he shouldn't even be here. Ref, bro, he the ref I, I, I can't even remember if we already went past the segment or not. We yeah, no, we did. Ray yeah. ran over yeah. dudes, man. Yeah. Yeah, what's well, this wrestling Look, brother, so you can commit crimes? It also just is insane to me that Raven is a TNA Hall of Famer when he's been doing shit like this. What is this company, man? It's just so boring and it doesn't make any sense. I never, like, I would rather Raven be doing this than be in the world title picture again. I'll tell you that, but I also don't want this either. I just it's don't want to see pretty Raven. awful. I just yeah, I'm, don't I'm, want to I'm see over, Raven. I'm over Raven. I could do without any more of him right now. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Uh, JB backstage with Jeff Jarrett and Scott Steiner. They cut a promo. Didn't say anything especially crazy, so I have nothing to report here on that. But they are having their match later tonight with Smoey Joey and the Stinger. Yep, Smojo. Smojo. It's what Steiner calls him. He didn't even call him a fat piece of shit or nothing. He just fucking cut a promo. Not yet. So we have Bobby Roode with Scott Demore versus Rhino. The crowd chants, piece of shit, and where's your kids at Rhino? Yeah, a whole bunch of not interesting shit happens in this match until uh, Scott Demore put the flag in the ring. Uh, the ref, I think it was Rudy, stops it. Were you Charles Robinson? Sure. Uh, and then Rude rolls in, hits Rhino with the fucking hockey stick, hits him with the Northern Lariat, and that's, that's the it. match. Yep. Why did this happen? Uh, because time. Bobby because time. Bobby Roode needed a <sighs> win. I'm glad that he had the robe. That's yeah, about Bobby it. Yeah, Bobby came that's, out looking like Bobby. Up. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Can I get the Bobby run, please? No, oh we my still got, god, we still got a couple years. Yeah, I know. Got to get through beer money first. At least that'll be cool. Hopefully, you know, you know, what we have to get through this shit. All right, oh so then fucking God. JB is backstage with Team 3D, and I will I refuse to say with my own mouth the words that brother mm-hmm. oh. disposes on the microphone here on this promo. So I'm just gonna let you listen to it and be just appalled uh, yourself. I, I, I'm I'm gonna warn you, uh, th- this shit's really bad. It's fucking awful. It's pretty cringe. All right, give this a listen. Greatest tag teams of all time about to lock Not true. Next here at Sacrifice, it's one the of the best tag teams of all time. On Brother Devon and Brother Ray of Team 3D. Yeah, one of them. For us, they say that you never forget where you were when certain events in history go down. All right, now pause. I want everyone. Oh. I want everyone listening. I want everyone listening to guess what the next thing that comes out of this motherfucker's mouth is. I'm going to give you about five seconds. Okay. I'll never forget where we were when we found out about 9-11. What? <laughs> what? For everyone who thought he was going to mention 9-11, you win. Yep. Never forget. Again. He's, he's, not, he's got a couple more moments he didn't forget, so uh, check this out. Oh, my God. I'll never forget where we were when we found out that President Bush... Got elected for the second time. With his hands on his head. I'll never forget where we were the day we found out OJ was not guilty. Hey, whoa, 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 what do you mean? Nah, he was, he was not guilty. Are you kidding me? He's just guilty. He whacked that white girl and you. Bro. <laughs> you what? You what? What's he going to say next? You. You, you what? You. You. 
He looks, he is pointing down Devon, shirtless, tittied out, fingers taped up. His brother, by the way. His yeah. brother. His brother. Yeah. He looks at him and he says, You? Yeah. You know it. Know it. Listen, we all you know it. Chill. Tells him we to chill. Also remember where we were on February 27th of 2000. Ugh. We were in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh God! Oh, in were the you? Of a wrestling ring and were holding you? our first WWE World Tag Team Title in the air. Yeah. On that night, the team, formerly known as the Dudley Boys, the who? Light pop. Beat the team, formerly known as the New Age Outlaws. Fast forward wow. to tonight, uh-huh. May 14th, 2006. It's been a minute. In Orlando, Florida. Oh, God. History has a weird way of repeating itself. That's interesting. And tonight, Team 3D beats the James Gang for the second time. So, the second. You are looking at the greatest tag team in this business today. Oh my brother, testify! God, he's so big. Huge. Holy shit! God, he is so large. I love it. Yeah. So Team 3D lost. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. I was about to say this is what I was like, man. Why is Team 3D losing? They shit. What the fuck? Yeah. Fuck! So we had the James Gang versus Team 3D. Uh, when the James Gang come out, they they cut the promo. Whatever. My only note is uh, brother Bubba, brother Bubba. And uh, something about being a mark. Okay, Brian James isn't a mark, so he doesn't know his win-loss record. Yeah. Nope. He doesn't know his win-loss. He doesn't care. So He's not a mark. This match boils down to them spending the first 30 minutes of it resetting over and over again with every variation yeah. of the universal brother, spot you could possibly imagine. Brother, the, the, this match was so boring. Masturbatory um, spots, really. Yeah, they're doing shit that we could do. Yeah. Get to it, guys. Uh, the match is bullshit. Doomsday device by uh, Team 3D. Uh, BG knocks Devon with a lead pipe for the win. Yep. So that's, that's about this it. was honestly one of my least favorite matches I have ever seen, period. But definitely <laughs> while watching this fucking podcast or doing this pod. It was so boring. It was awful. Oh, yeah. They went I out there and did the air. least they could. Yeah, it was very not good. I mean, literally, again, the only spot we could pick out was the Doomsday device. Yeah. yeah. They, did, they did one spot in the finish, and that was, like, the whole match. Mm-hmm. I also, as much as, like, we shit on the Dudleys, they should not be losing. Oh, they were also working heel for some reason, Team 3D. Team 3D were working yeah. heel, but they were the ones who got cheated at the end. Yeah, Doesn't make any sense, man. Oh. So, yeah, this Dude. is the point where Tanae... Uh, lets us know that apparently the satellite feed for the show cut out near the end of the World X Cup match at the top of the show, so they replayed yeah, the finish for us. Replayed the whole finish. Yeah, for me, I was like half paying attention because I almost fell asleep from the uh, the the previous match. I was like, "Huh, what? Mm-hmm. Did I miss and the they, finish?" Mm. They promised that the whole match will be up on TNA.com. Mm. Wow, mm. thanks. So then we have the World X Cup Battle Royal, which is presented, or the World X Cup is going to be presented by Christy Hemming. She comes out first because you got a lot of these geeks. Yeah, she's, she's TNA's getting, newest you, knockout. You got a lot of these geeks to know that she's making significantly more money than them probably combined. Damn right. All right, so we got a battle royal here, but it's really a royal rumble. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. where the final two will be in a pin or submissions contest. Mm -hmm. We start with Minoru from Japan against Poomer from allegedly Mexico. Yeah. Uh, Minoru spits in that bitch Puma's face. Big spit spray. Yeah, I said do it again. But uh, Puma is actually training in the dojo right now. So they know him. Minoru tries to pin Puma, but it's an over-the-top gimmick, kid. Mm-hmm. Petey Williams comes in. Chris Sabin's next. And then Haruki Goto brings Team Japan an advantage into the match. Yep. Next is Incognito for Team Mexico. And they shill Nacho Libre. Yeah, Incognito is just Nacho Libre. Uh, Johnny Devine is next. Still no eliminations up to this point. Mm-hmm. Sanjay Duck clears a bunch of geeks when he enters. He yeah, did a poison run on to somebody. That was cool. To somebody. Black Tiger comes in. Still no eliminations nope. in this match. Magno from Mexico is next. Yeah. Eric Young can't count how many people are in the ring. Oh, so then I had to note that um so I made a note. The GWF, the global The GWM. GWM. Global <laughs> GFW, excuse me. The Global Force Wrestling gimmick. Um God. they do commercial breaks and shit on these tapes. But they cook them so, into the master tape. Yeah. So they bake them into the master tapes. So the master tapes are well and truly ruined. And I say Irreparably. That, and I say that because at one point they would have done a GFW commercial. And they cut 11 seconds out of the actual match. Yeah, because the timer was on the screen. So we had like yeah. proof in our faces that they skipped over 10 seconds of the match Yeah, during the commercial. Crazy. Yeah, that's, that's that's literally ten seconds of the match you can never see on Impact Plus. Yeah, it can. You'll never, never be able to yeah, see it. It'll never be seen. Yeah, and there's no way to recover it. Mm-mm. It's gone. It is those gone. those ten seconds it's of gone. wrestling are forever gone. Those master tapes are ruined. It is gone. It's gone. Yeah. Sanjay Dutt and Incognito eliminate each other, and Dutt seemed to have fucked up his ankle crazy on the apron on the way out. Yeah, he immediately started taking off his boot. Yeah, and then uh, security have to carry him out for some reason. <laughs> Alex Shelley comes down to the ring, and this guy does all of the work in this match. So Shelley God Shelley eliminates Alex Shelley. Johnny Devine God. and Chris Sabin. Jushin Thunder Liger's in next. Magno was eliminated by a few Team Japan guys. Shocker's next. Shocker eliminates Black Tiger. Tyson Du from uh, Team Canada comes in. Alex Shelley eliminates Haruki Goto. Another dude off the bench. It's crazy. Another off the bench. Jay Lethal makes his way into the match. Lethal eliminates Minoru. Big pop for him, which is yeah. Jay Lethal got a big pop. Alex Shelley eliminates Shocker. Eric Young and Tyson Du eliminate Jushin Liger. Eric Young is eliminated. Tyson Du is eliminated. Williams eliminates Shelley. Puma eliminates Jay Lethal. Canadian Destroyer to Puma for the pin, and Team Canada win the match. Yep, and they gain five points to tie up with Team USA. Tied up. Yeah, first place is tied up at the end of the World X Cup, so nobody's won yet. Nope. They announce. Yep. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, so <laughs> Team Canada won the match, and then here comes fucking Kevin Nash storming to the ring. Damn right. In his fucking t-shirt, jeans, and Tim's. And his brown hair. His he brown hair. His gray. brown short hair. His brown and gray short hair. Undyed. Oh, yep. Love it. Love hey, it. Shouts out to Kevin Nash's hair being a story all and of its own. Yeah, it is. So yeah, he comes down to the ring. Beats the shit out of Puma, gives him a jackknife power bomb, and then a big boot. Kind of crazy. Yeah, a little weird. And then he gets on the mic, and honestly, I just have to let Kevin speak for himself. So let me pull up this fucking gimmick here where he starts speaking I, I, on shit and lets everybody know what's going on. 
God. All right, so he takes his ass out. Gets the mic. Let's hear what the big man has to say, but that proves nothing. Looks like somebody pissed me off to get me here on Mother's Day. Really? I got a few questions. Is one of these guys incognito, or was this the incognito battle rub? Because I don't know who the hell any of these guys are. Real. <laughs> Real. Dang. That was the realest shit I've ever heard him say. I was in incognito battle royal. I don't know who any of these motherfuckers are. All hits, no misses. God, so good. That's just fucking loving. Reprehensible. Love this guy's the runner-up tonight. Boomer. No offense on me. I haven't wrestled in a year. He's bragging about this crap. A mediocre, mediocre, mediocre big man. <laughs> we'll drop an X division superstar. Every night of the week. Well, especially if he can go and he wrestled for 20 minutes. Exactly. A mediocre big man. And I ain't even mediocre, baby. I'm pretty damn good. <laughs> well, you're pretty big. Real. Pretty big. Just, this, this he is big. And, I mean, if you want to come out here. I don't know what your old lady what? is at home, but my boy, size does matter. <laughs> Listen to this little scene too. Crazy. Nash fears the X Division sign. He's doing the X chop. Man's got the Wolfpack MIDI song. That's insane. And he's posing for the people. Doing karate poses. Doing karate poses. That guy's a fucking. Evan Nash is just the greatest ever. I don't. He's fucking awesome. He's just so good. And also, like, people will say. Probably, probably you then go. Oh well, you know, uh, Samoa Joe's the exhibition champion, so like, you know, uh, I, I don't know if a big guy could beat him. Shut the fuck up. Nah, bro. Me Shut personally. Shut the fuck up. When Marquise it... were watching this, Marquise were when Marquise and I were watching this. I I turned to him after the segment and said, "They need to put the exhibition championship on Kevin Nash oh, yeah. right now." Dude, I. It's about no. I, I want it. I need I it. I. It's not about wanting it. It's about needing it. I need Kevin Nash to just fucking destroy this entire division. I, I need it because that, and also he's on TV every week, and that would make. Yeah, me I really need happy. Kevin Nash to come out spewing lies and facts and facts and lies. Yeah, I need that. Lying yep. facts, opinionated facts, mm-hmm. factual opinions. Sounds great to me. Yeah. Yep. JB is backstage with Samoa Joe, and he says he's going to fucking murder somebody tonight. Yeah. So we have Scott Steiner and Jeff Jarrett with Gail Kim versus Samoa Joe and Sting. Uh, Sting starts out to get his shine on the heels, and I thought that was actually a really good. Because as, ma- as the match is about to get underway, the, all I could think as like uh, Sting and Joe were standing there was, you know, if Sting gets on the apron and lets Joe start this match, it's just going to look like he's hiding behind him. Yeah. So he really needs to start this match. As uh, Sting is getting his shine, Mike Tanay announces that the World X Cup gimmick will be decided God. on impact this upcoming Thursday. Tiebreaker. Because right. there's a tie in the points. So I wow. said, you know, you gotta love using the pay-per-view to build the TV. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's great work right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Sting starts out to shine on the heels. Tags and Joe to face off with Scott Steiner. They have a pissing contest. They start throwing each other around and shit, big man stuff. You know how it goes. Uh, Jared gets his cheap shots in. Then he tags in, gets an ST Joe. 
looked good too. It looked really good. Sting comes in, yeah. lights up Jarrett. Steiner cuts him off. Then Jarrett turns the tables, turn tables, and gets a Scorpion Deathlock on Scott Steiner. That's crazy. Uh, Jarrett yeah. brings it up quickly. Yeah, he breaks got, it up quickly and leaves him lying. He got one on Jarrett. Yeah, and then he got, and one, then on got one on Steiner. And then Jarrett yeah. broke that one up. Yeah. Chicanery ensues. Sting drops his head on Steiner's cock. Mm-hmm. Joe goes face-to-face -face with Jarrett. Big, big shine for Joe here. Sting does a house show dive on Steiner, who fucking barely caught barely him. Barely caught him. Barely even touched him. Oh, my also, God. There was a blind tag uh, fucking spot in this match, and it made the ref look like shit, because during that spot... There was another not even a blind tag. This wasn't even a tag at all. Yeah. But it yeah. was fine. Yeah. I hate this shit. Uh, Jarrett strokes Joe. He kicks out at two. Jarrett goes for the super stroker, but... Joe reverses into a muscle buster to win the match. Enziguri yeah, muscle the buster. Super stroker. Killed him. Yeah, I'm then... really, again, glad that he didn't have to do the fucking, the whole, uh, the submission. He shouldn't. No, he should just hit the muscle buster and pin that motherfucker because there's no way you're kicking out. <sighs> yeah. Made me really happy that Joe got the pin too. That's how it should have gone. Yeah, that's exactly what should have happened. And he they actually Perfect. made the right decision. Good yeah, they job, actually booked this man. match right. It was great. Yeah, so yeah. after that, there was an intense stare down between Joe and Sting. You know, Joe almost didn't shake his hand, but he shook his hand, and then he powdered out, was going up. I wrote here in my notes, Samoa Joe face turn, but not really. No. But maybe? No. no. Wait. Wait? Perhaps. No. Not. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, no. uh, so after that happens, Joe powders out. He's walking up the ramp. Sting, or... Jarrett and Steiner attack Sting, just crack him in the back with a chair. They go out there, just beating the shit out of him. Samoa Joe's just gingerly walking up. Slowly Sting walking, slow very slowly leisure. walking away. Yeah, slowly. And the crowd's like begging Joe to yeah, go back and help around, him. Turn around, you dumbass. Turn around. And he keeps stopping for yeah. a second. And, and then he keeps, he just yeah, starts walking again. And he milks, and he milks this shit for everything yeah. it's worth. And then Jeff Jarrett just fucking cracks Sting with a guitar. And then Joe's like, oh shit, I heard that. And he takes off his fucking towel. He turns around looking pissed. And he walks away. He turns around yep. and walks away. And then he gets to the tunnel. And he looks back one more time. And then he walks off to the back. Yep. And leaves Sting to die with a... Steiner got him in the recliner. Just left him there laying, dying, crying. And then they shitting. cut away. Cut away, cut away. Yep. And then a legion of baby faces make the save. Yeah. So then JB is backstage with Christian Cage and holy transphobia, yeah, Christian I, Cage. I forgot what he oh, said. He's definitely transphobic. Brother. Fucking brother. God damn. Yeah, my note was, oh. of course, this piece of shit is also transphobic. So Yeah, Christian said something super oh. transphobic. It was pretty bad. Pretty homophobic. gross. Transphobic. transphobic. Now we're just waiting for racist and xenophobic, and we've hit the holy quadrilogy. Anti-Semitic. Yeah. Oh, the whole... Oh my god, the sextilogy? Yeah. <laughs> the sextilogy. Yeah, I know. Hey, I know my I know my numeric words. Yeah. That would Pentilogy, be sextilogy. He's got four to go. Yeah, he's he's really racking them up like the goddamn infinity stones. I might have to go back and listen to those uh Monty Brown promos. Just to double god. check. Yeah, just to double check. But for any racism, any xenophobia. I remember he called him Urkel one time. That was kind of weird. <laughs> no, nah, see, Christian would say some shit like, oh, if you're from Africa, you should go back. God. <laughs> he would say that. If you're from the Serengeti, right, you should go back. Huh? 
We should go back. Yeah. That'd be xenophobic and racist. True. Uh, he also said uh, tables, ladders, chairs, and I guess change. Yeah. James Mitchell uh, cut super cool, awesome, great promo or whatever right before the match yeah, goes. Uh, so we have Abyss with James Mitchell versus Christian Cage. Full Metal Mayhem for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, Christian gets a sort of mini championship entrance. Yeah, he gets the fuck me entrance. So does Abyss. They both get the walking from the back to the tunnel yeah. gimmicks. Uh, so in the match, Christian catapults a ladder into Abyss's face before it was cool. The seesaw spot. Yeah, the seesaw fucking smacks into his face. Crowd brawling in a, in a fucking ladder match. We love that. So much crowd brawling. Abyss tries an up and over in the ring, which Christian responds to with a kick to the nuts. Yeah, I Because why would you try that shit? I fucking busted uh, laughing because why the fuck was Abyss trying to do an up and over? What? Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I have to. I have because to Christian it did it. I don't think <laughs> we brought it up yet. Um, Tossed a chair at him like a geek. Could you get? Fucking. The, the same problem that was on the last pay per view is very present in this pay per view still. Uh, with the fucking Spanish commentary bleeding in. Because yeah. Oh, yeah, the audio is just broken I again. again. Is it... the uh, Bubba gimmick, so I'm sure the people can hear that if they listen close enough. They heard it definitely during the Nash one. I was going to bring it up then, but we kind of went on a tangent. Um, The fucking... The reason why I bring it up, though, is I... James Mitchell talks a lot during this match, and I was trying to listen to see if I could hear anything, and all I was hearing was just fucking a combination of Mike Tanay and Don Must shitting themselves and then the Spanish broadcaster. Conan so was, was like, probably going dumb on Spanish commentary. Probably. Yeah, he definitely was. He definitely was. But yeah. But yeah, shit, you know. he tries the up and over. Christian kicks him in the nuts and throws him into the into the uh, the chair wedge in the corner that Abyss had set up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Abyss sets up some tables outside the ring. Christian crashes into a ladder with a frog splash from the top rope. That looked like it fucking sucked. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Ab- Abyss gets his chain and attempts to crush his fucking head with it. But uh, Christian dodges out of the way of the uh, the pole and whatever, and he tries to hang Abyss with the chain, but he gets pulled from the top onto one of the two tables on the floor, so they missed one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, missed one. But it was through a chair, so. Yeah, he got the chair on there, too, so yeah. it was fine. Uh, they fight on top of the ladder, and they tip over. Christian crashes to the fucking apron. That shit had to have sucked. Yeah, he crotched himself. They crotched himself and crashed onto the apron. It yeah. was rough. I know that shit hurt. Mitchell gets in the ring and hands the bag of tacks to Abyss, who spreads them out. Yeah, but and, and Mitchell fucking yeah, but they're taking too long. So Christian hits a fucking unprettier onto the ladder, and I know that shit. Dude, yeah, Abyss took an unprettier on the ladder on the corner of it, yeah. and because you know it's an unprettier, they, so he can't they, protect himself at all. They both hit the corners, Christian's tailbone and Abyss's face. I, uh, Disgusting. Uh, and then he and then uh, Christian uh, slams Mitchell onto the bed attacks, Conchair table mm-hmm. to Abyss. And Christian lays Abyss on that table, climbs the ladder. He He's face push, to face. He with literally them. pushes the title away so he can get space. Get space so he can not win. Yeah. No. He just wanted to add insult to injury here, I guess. But honestly, it's stupid. Yeah. He could have grabbed the title and then done it. Could have. Yeah. So Christian does a splash from the ladder onto Abyss on the table. And he climbs back up the ladder to win the match and retains the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. When the fuck does Abyss win this title? I have no idea, dude. This shit is crazy. I am so confused. I don't know. But that was TNA Sacrifice. Yeah. May 14, 2006. Apparently Mother's Day, but someone pissed off Kevin Nash real bad to get him out there. Or paid him a lot. Or paid him 15K a shot and a steak dinner. Damn right. Goddamn. Well, uh, 
Quick final thoughts. It was a pay-per-view, very forgettable. Nothing on this really mattered too much. They uh, status quo up. remains. It this whole pay-per-view, and you can tell in more ways than one. It was literally just padding time. We're still in the filler arc. We are still in the filler arc. I'm just so tired. And you would think with Sting and, and Scott Steiner on this product, this wouldn't be filler shit anymore. But oh, baby, it most certainly is. Sting, Scott Steiner, Christian Cage. You know, you got some Kevin like Nash is back. Shit. Yeah, Nash is back, but it's all still filler. Yeah. Yep. It's so, just suck. It it really does just suck, man. I'm just yeah. Out of really five, bored. I'd give this pay per view a one. I would give it a one out of ten. Uh, no, 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 no. Kevin Nash was based. I'll give it a two out of ten, just because. They ultimately did make the right decision with Samoa Joe. I'll give them. That. I will give it a two and a half out of ten for the Samoa Joe, for the Kevin Nash baseness. I liked the opening match. Uh, the half star. I was gonna give this a three, but man, the middle of the show just dragged drag and dragged. Forever. Yeah. And I also just, I still don't understand. As much as we show on Team 3D, why are they losing? Also, <clears throat> was like this X Cup shit is so tiring and so boring and so confusing, and get it. I don't say this lightly. Get the belt off of Joe, and get me something new. I love Joe, but it's time for him to be in the main event scene. What she yeah, basically already doing shit now. Yeah. But she he basically is. You spin Jeff Jarrett, so. What the fuck? Get find a way for him to lose the belt, or I I don't know if this is when option C happens. I don't think so. But uh, well, he should have never gotten the fucking belt back. No, no, I agree when with Daniels you. Daniels took it off of him. He should have even gotten it back. So I don't even understand why. And he happened. obviously does not care. It's just his belt, I guess. But yeah, whatever, dude. I yeah. I don't care anymore. It's I it's just super I'm bored. Annoying. It's pretty lame too. I'm bored. The booking is still bad. There's some good things happening, but man, fuck. Yeah, it's pretty rough, bro. Especially because I've we've been in this filler arc for uh, the entire time we've been watching this product. Yep. Pretty much, yeah. There is no escape. But yeah, that was fuck. That was the 84th episode of the Taking Leaders Pressing Podcast. We've been your boys, Andrew, Marquise, <clears throat> and Max. And of course, be sure to check us out. Follow us on Twitter at TLProRSPod. Uh, if you want to check out our cool tweets and stuff like that, I'll be sure to get the uh, second half of that Kevin Nash interview from last week up on there. It'll be there by the time you listen to this. I guarantee it. Uh, also, be sure to check out the link in our pinned tweet if you want to join our Discord server, if you want to hang out with the boys and you know, get a chance to talk to us personally and shit like that. Check us out on the podcast platforms, especially Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Podbean, Pucketcast, Owltail, Blueberry. Born! And all the other ones. Yeah. And please be sure to leave us five-star ratings, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd highly appreciate those, and we'll read them out live on the show. And, of course, if you want to go super crazy dummy crack mode, you can check us out at our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TLProRSPod. Again, big thank you. Shouts out to our $10 patron, Aiden, and our $1 patron, Thief. We highly appreciate the contribution to the show. Thank you, boys. And goddamn, pal, this has been the 84th episode of the Taking Leaders Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode 85 next week. 15 more to go until 
100. Stay safe, guys. Check in next week. Bye-bye.